up is what bros this is the all bros podcast i am jonathan the shit you just say <laughs> i wanted to switch it up a little bit up is what bros <laughs> all right i'm caleb and we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life uh, this week on the podcast, we'll be talking about some Funko Focus. Uh, both Caleb and I have some uh, new lines that we want to talk about. Uh, his Marvel, right? Isn't his Marvel? Uh, yes. Okay. Dude, this I told you, my memory has gone to shit. Yeah. This I is really it. sad. This is really I sad. Think, I think what we need to do is we just need to change these... Uh, I'll make a an Excel file for us to open up and actually like put the list of shit that we're talking about on it. Okay, no, dude, you're good. No, because it I think it helped me too because like it's such a pain in the ass whenever I like reset my computer and then I have to like reopen the the sticky notes and everything. Okay, I think it'd just be easier to have it on a a sheet. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, and then that way um, we can share it with people when we have guests on. That's true, yeah, that would definitely make it a lot easier, so they have a heads up. Yeah. Um, so he'll be talking about some new Mar uh new Marvel pops and I'll be talking about um Shocker, um some new Ghostbusters pops. Cuz that just shocks dope, everybody. So. <laughs> yeah. Um and then we'll be moving into 4K Spotlight where the one of the movies that I said came out last week is coming out this week. Um, I did correct myself though. Y'all can't be that mad at me. Yeah. Um, and it's actually the the movie that we're going to be breaking down this episode. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, uh, after that, we'll be moving on to Through the Wall, uh, where Caleb and I will be talking about the final trailer for the Chucky series that's coming to Sci-Fi and USA. Um, and then we'll be moving on to our All Bros headliner which will be our breakdown of Free Guy, starring Ryan Reynolds. Hells yes. Yeah. So what do you say we get started? Say let's do it. Hello, my name is Brooker, and I want to talk to you about my fun horror podcast called Autopsy of a Horror Movie. Each week, I will talk about a different horror movie through one or two ways. Either a kill grade episode, where I come up with a cool rubric to grade the kills in each movie. I'll talk about the style, the method, and how impactful it was on me. At the end of the episode, I'll rank all the kills and tell you which ones are my favorite and which ones I thought sucked. I do also like to get a little academic with the movies and do more of what I call a horror review. I will talk about what was good, what was bad what types of psychological fears the movie plays off of, and what I thought was the scariest part of the movie, while also throwing in some interpretation and wacky theories for the movie. You can find my podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, and new episodes come out on Tuesdays. Also, if you're a YouTube fan, these episodes are made available 48 hours early on my YouTube channel, at Autopsy of a Horror Movie. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brucker Horror or email me at BruckerHorror at gmail.com to let me know your thoughts and interpretations or if you have a movie request you'd like for me to do. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and I hope you get to enjoy the show. Alright, so with Funko Focus, um, Caleb, if it's okay with you, 
I'll go first because honestly, to me at least, I think yours are cooler, and I never thought I would say that. Maybe it's because <laughs> we both grew up with these kind of Marvel, this Marvel property. Fair enough. Um. So for so first, uh, they released basically all of the new line for Ghostbusters Afterlife when it comes to Funko Pops. Um. First off. We have a Stay Puffed or mini Stay Puffed uh, uh, bundle that comes with a shirt and a glow in the dark pop. The shirt is freaking awesome. <laughs> so it has the Stay Puffed logo on this, has quality marshmallows below it. And then it has a freaking a couple of like mini uh, Stay Puffs on it. Like one's on fire, one is uh, holding a lighter, one's holding an umbrella. And then I don't even know what the other one's holding. I can't. Here, let me look at some of the pops. Yeah, I can't tell what that is for some reason. Yeah, I don't have the the image pulled up anymore. But it is uh, a sick shirt. Like oh, I, yeah. I know that it's probably going to be like a t-shirt pop bundle. It and, is. And yeah, so I, I might get it just for the shirt, and then I'll just try selling the figure okay you know fair enough yeah and then i'll uh get the, the figure that i actually want which we'll get into <laughs> um so the figure that this bundle comes with is a uh a mini stay puff that i'm assuming lit himself on fire and he's <laughs> regretting that um because he has a very sad face um and he glows in the dark Hell yeah. So. It is so these little mini puffs are hilarious. They are so cute. They um so moving on to more mini uh stay puffs, we have a 7-Eleven exclusive where there is a mini uh stay puff holding a piece of pizza. Uh for Walmart, there is a mini stay puffed with uh holding a pair of headphones, trying to wear them. Freaking adorable. Um, the target one, I don't know what he is doing. It, what is he doing? I assume that he was like hot wiring something. Okay. Yeah, it does look like that. Maybe he's trying to hot wire the Ecto-1. Maybe. I don't know. Or he's just doing something with uh, electricity. <laughs> yeah. But either Can way, he's toasting his belly. <laughs> Can you imagine if it was like a toy car? <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be hilarious. Um, a uh, for the Funko Shop uh, exclusive, it is freaking a mini Stay Puft lifting like a weight, but the ends are freaking marshmallows. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Um. I forget this character, so but it's like a blue kind of like it looks like it's it's Slimer if he was blue and couldn't fly. Yeah, I don't. Did they have I a name the, for this character? They did, but I for you know what? Let me look up his name because I think it's like a simple name, but I actually want to call this ghost by its name. I have to watch the video to freaking know his name. Bullshit. <laughs> Seriously? Isn't that just the worst? Yeah, this bullshit. What is his goddamn name? <laughs> it's 
it's like blue something, I think. Okay, you know what? I'll find it later. Because this is taking a lot longer than I thought it would. Uh, yeah, that's bullshit. Whatever. Um, okay, so besides that, um, next up... Oh, well, okay, so that one is going to be an FYE exclusive, and it glows in the dark. Um, for another mini Stay Puffed exclusive, we have a Baskin-Robbins exclusive where he he's holding a Baskin Robbins pink spoon with a scoop of mint chocolate chip ice cream. This one's great. I, this one's I love it. This one's adorable. Ah, <laughs> uh, so good. So good. What's the word self uh what is it? Selfless product placement or some shit? I forget the word, but it's just like what's that? With it being a Baskin Robbins exclusive, and of course he's holding ice cream, and it's a Baskin Robbins spoon. Yeah. Oh, uh, shameless. That's what it is. Yeah. Shameless product placement. What's that <laughs> when it comes to that Funko Pop? I think that could just be Funko Pops in general. <laughs> I mean, you know what? You got a point there. You got a point there. Um, and then next up, we have that blue blob ghost, but it's a common. And then uh, we have the uh, mini stapa lighting himself on fire, but this is also just a common. All of these are common that I'm about to list. Uh, there's one where uh, he's holding a, a lighter with a very devious look on his face. This is the one I want. Same here. I don't know why, but I freaking love this one to death. <laughs> It's so cute. Dude, it is. It is so much freaking fun. Like uh, I wish I wish that they made that one the exclusive to Target so you get that one with the shirt. Yes, that would be really cool. Hell, that yeah. would be actually like a really good glow in the dark one for the top of the flame. I mean, it would work. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, next up we have one holding a, uh, drink umbrella or an umbrella drink. I don't know what they call it. I just call it a mini umbrella. Mini umbrella. There we go. That works. Um, and then, uh, next up we have one holding a, I'm assuming that's a graham. Well, actually he's eating a graham cracker. It's a weird face that he's giving off like, uh, after he's taken a bite, he's like rubbing his belly and he's giving like a like a very like grunt face. It's weird. <laughs> uh, and then last but not least, we have one sitting in a cup of hot chocolate. Yeah. Noise. Um, and then for non uh, mini Stay Puffs, we have uh, Phoebe. Which this is actually like the first figure. I, well, okay, not the first figure because we uh, the um. So when it comes to like the Ghostbuster Plasma series, uh, they actually didn't release Phoebe in the first uh series for Afterlife because I guess hers comes with a spoiler for the movie. So it's kind of weird that like all these other characters came with series one except for Phoebe, which I mean she she seems like she's like kind of like the star kid of the movie. It does seem like it. Yeah, so it's kind of weird, but so in Funko form, she's here and she looks great. 
Um, and then you got, so she's just uh, holding, she, so she has her proton gun out. She's got the proton pack on. And then you have a podcast wearing ecto goggles. And he also has the controller to uh, their um, ecto, was it like um, their um, ghost trap on wheels? Which looks awesome. Which uh, I'm very interested to see how that is going to work out in the movie. That's going to be awesome. His name is Podcast? Yep. Yeah, that's his name in the that's movie. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd be interested to see how they explain that. Um, and then next up we have uh, Lucky. And she uh, is just... Where, so she has her proton pack on. She doesn't have the wand pulled. Uh, but she is holding a PKE meter. Nice. And then, um, I don't know Paul Rudd char- Paul Rudd's character's name, but so it's him holding a um, ghost trap. So simple, yet effective, I guess. Yeah. I'm excited to see Paul Rudd in this movie. It's very rare that I'm like not excited to see Paul Rudd in anything. He's just that good of an actor. Dude, even in like shitty movies with Paul Rudd, he's usually the best part of those movies. Yeah, he is. Like, um, I'm not a big fan of that movie Role Models, but he makes that movie watchable. That is absolutely true. And I I love that movie just because it was before I feel like it was before uh Ken Jong started getting big. Yeah. And I love his role oh, in it. Oh yeah, he's the freaking king when they're doing that LARPing <laughs> in the uh in the park. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh my gosh. Like the, like that movie has so, such a slow start. But once it freaking hits its stride, it's it's amazing. <laughs> uh, and then last but not least, uh we have Trevor um in the uh beat up uh, Ecto One, which looks freaking awesome, even in Funko form. I don't know what it is, but like the old, like the the Ecto One, like beat up and all dusty. It looks really freaking cool in like any form. I freaking love it. Yeah, it's pretty pretty sick. Um, for a while after seeing that one, I was just like, wait, is is Gotten Matarazzo in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, <laughs> dude! It like legit. It freaking looks like the the damn Stranger looks Things like kids. It yeah. Someone actually uh, comment. The only comment on the, this is Stranger Ghostbusters with a question mark. <laughs> legit though. Oh. But you know, I'm not opposed to like this being like mostly a kid cast. Like the kids have shown that they can act, so I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, I am too. Especially since this is just, I hope that this is just going to like retcon the original or the the 2016. I mean, considering in the first trailer Paul Rudd's character says there hasn't been a ghost sighting in over 30 years. Okay, pr- good. Well, because technically that one doesn't take place in this timeline, because that one is just that was just a complete reboot. Okay. Yeah, the the original never happened in that universe. They were the only Ghostbusters to ever happen. All right, that's good to know. Yeah. So. Um. But Caleb, let's hear yours. Yes. 
All right. This is a line that I feel like I have been waiting for my entire life and just didn't know it. Um, I love it. The 90s Spider-Man show is finally getting some pop figures. Ooh, it's about time. Oh my gosh, it is so good. Like, dude, I, I, anyone who's ever seen that show, as soon as I said 90s Spider-Man, they had this, the, the theme song playing in their head. Willing oh, yeah. to bet you. Oh, yeah. And if you didn't, are you okay? That's my question. Yeah, if you if it didn't, you you haven't seen the show. There's just, there's you no are way missing out. Yeah, there's no way that I can say '90s Spider-Man and the the freaking nah, nah, nah. Oh, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, so when they were saying that they were going to play the, um, I know that like Spider-Man has like his original theme song, and they rendition that for. Um, the MCU Spider-Man films. Yeah, part of me was hoping that with the next one they were going to like try and throw in the '90s Spider-Man theme. Dude, that'd be so cool. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, so we get we're getting five figures from this line. Um, all of them are going to Target. I'm assuming. I want to say they're going yes. To and you know what really sucks. What? These actually uh, went up for pre-order uh, last Friday, and um, no, yeah, and the only one that isn't sold out is Madame Leota. Shit. Not Madame Leota. Wow, Madame Web. I'm sorry. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I'm it. sorry, man. That sucks. <laughs> hey, they might still show up in stores. Yeah, I, I was. Thinking about going to Target tomorrow, I am absolutely going to Target tomorrow. I mean, I don't know. I don't think they'll probably be there because there's still no release date yet. Oh. That was just the pre-orders going up. All right. Never mind then. I'm sorry. Whatever. Target can go suck a dick for all I care. <laughs> I'm still mad at them for the... I, I pre-ordered that... Is that still such bullshit. Yeah. They can't even give me a good reason why. They're just like... like Oh my gosh! I'm not sure if I did. I have I shared this on the the show before. I don't think you have actually. Okay, so I want to say a few weeks back. Actually, it was a while ago. It was like back in August. I want to say I pre-ordered the 10 inch Blacklight Hulk that was coming to Target. It was an exclusive product, but everyone and their mother was going after the Black Panther figures. Because they had a, a line of black light, a black light Black Panther figures coming out, and so I was freaking Johnny on the spot, jumped on the website, and I pre-ordered the the Black Light Hulk, and I everything went through, like everything went through. I got a couple emails saying, like after I pre-ordered, just like a couple, like a couple weeks after, I got one that said, hey. Um, the release date's been changed. It's been changed to, I think it was like September 24th or something. And so I was like, all right, cool. Nothing else about it. It just wasn't in like just informing me that it got, that the date got changed. A couple weeks later, uh, it got pushed back a couple days. 
so I think it became went from August twenty fourth to like the twenty sixth. I think same thing. If there's any updates on your order, we'll let you know. I got an email on the twenty fourth that said your order's been canceled because we haven't heard back from you confirming this uh confirming your acceptance of the the change release day and i'm so like how the hell do you have to accept that shit yeah i'm like excuse me <laughs> what am i supposed to just say no i don't accept that new yeah, release so day. i no so i'm like i flipped out i was just like oh shit because i thought it was my fault i'm like oh shit was there something in that email i missed i went back in the email Nothing. I scrolled through the entire freaking email. Not a single thing. It all it said at the bottom was just like, if you'd like to view your order, like click this this tab. Like that's it. That's like the only thing. Dude. And so I and I checked my my order every time. Like they sent that email, I would just recheck the email. It said this is the release date. And I'm like, great. Moved on. There was nothing that said, oh, confirm your acceptance of this. Confirm this. Confirm that. Nothing like that. And so I got the. The email saying that it got canceled, I freaking called them, and I'm just like, what the hell happened? Like, I know this isn't your fault, <laughs> but someone's getting bitched at. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's going to be you. <laughs> and I'm like, what happened? And they're just like, oh, well. So they said that it was just, I think they ordered to they didn't order enough and so they just went through randomly canceled orders that's what i was able to gather from this this lady that's effed up yeah i know i'm just like uh no that's not how that works at all if if i'm able to pre-order it that means i get it yeah i'm like that means you effed up you better order more (laughs) (laughs) so i was i was livid and so I was, I talked to this lady and I'm like, are you like, is there anything I can do? And she's like, yeah, you can go on and try to pre-order it again. And I'm just like, uh, guess what? It's sold out now. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Like I, oh I was my pissed. Gosh, dude. And no joke. If we would have done this, cause I think this happened on, this happened on a Sunday. If we would have record, cause this was like right before the, the, the untrained eye crash and taz takeover if we would have recorded that episode you would have heard like multiple f-bombs come out of me i was damn it i would have loved to hear that i'm sorry i just want to hear you say the f-word at least once on this (laughs) this podcast just once just once it'll happen it'll happen it'll probably be aimed towards target okay cool i mean my 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 next one will probably be aimed towards best buy yeah, but I was just warning you. so pissed, and so I was just like, "Explain," because this lady didn't speak very good English, and I'm, I'm just like, "Okay, listen, I don't think you're getting this lady." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I pre-ordered, I pre-ordered the figure. I got the these emails saying that the date changed with nothing to confirm. It just says we will update you with any other information. And then I get this saying, you didn't confirm something. What didn't I confirm? I've Yeah, I've never heard of a place saying, oh, I need you to confirm this new release date. I'm like, 
what am I supposed to say? No, I don't accept that new release date. I want the original. Yeah, right. So I'm actually going to pull up the email right now, <laughs> dude. Yes, do it. Just, just to read yeah. word for word what it says. <laughs> dude, I love this so much. Oh my gosh! All right, let's see. Yeah, because I thought I I screwed up like bad with this, and I didn't. All right, here's what it says. We're sorry to inform you that an item from your order number, blah, 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 was canceled. When your item was unexpectedly delayed, we sent an email to get your approval for the revised delivery date, but we didn't hear back from you. We're truly sorry for any inconvenience this may have caused. You have not been charged for the canceled item, blah, 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 blah. That's bullshit. So that's what that said. Okay. The previous uh, figure, or the previous email, so this is the email I got right before it. Okay. Thanks for your pre-order. We're just dropping a line to let you know the release date has changed to Thursday, September 9th. We'll reach out if there are any more changes and send an update when your item ships and we charge your card. Visit order details at any time to track the status or cancel the order. Thanks for being our guest. And it just says, then it just has the visit order details and shows me what the pre-ordered item was. That's it. Dude, that's horseshit. Yeah. That and is so straight horseshit. The one before that <laughs> was, we've got a quick update on the item below. The estimated delivery date is now Friday, September 24th. Uh, we apologize for the potential de- delay. Rest assured, you haven't been charged yet for this item. We'll send you another email when it ships. Thanks for being our guest. Visit order details button. What the What fuck? in those emails tells me I needed to confirm anything? Yeah, exactly. You know, what's really funny is that because I actually pulled it up on Target's website. Um... What's really so? Someone's already reviewed it, and they gave it one star. I'm wondering if they went through the exact same scenario that you did. Um, because it's because all it's, it still just says coming soon. Pre pre orders have sold out. Check back on release date, but it doesn't give a release date. Yeah, exactly. the The only thing that I have to go on is the release date is changed to September 9th, but that doesn't make sense. Yeah, considering that th- that's already passed. Yeah. So I, yeah, I was livid. I freaking called and bitched someone out, and I just like, and it was so hard to like get mad at this chick because she didn't understand English all that well. But ultimately, she ended up giving me a, like a ten dollar gift card. <laughs> oh, okay. And I'm just like. This doesn't make it better. <laughs> but I appreciate it. But still. But I'm still going to accept the gift card. <laughs> like, And this gift you card can... is going straight towards that damn figure when you freaking bring them back in stock. Yeah, don't worry, man. I'll, I'll keep my eyes out online and I'll keep my eyes open at the AF and Orem locations. Yeah. We're getting you that pop. Yeah, you're damn straight. I had a whole, like, I built a, a, a pretty 
bitchin' Hulk shelf. But it's just the aesthetic I was going for got ruined. <laughs> so I had to change my designs a bit. And those bitches. Yeah, freaking assholes. So once that happens, I'm going to add, like, another layer to my shelf. Uh, just so I, I have it. a little bit more room for the 10-inch. The but, yeah, I was pissed. I would be, too. That's straight bullshit. Anyway, um, getting back to the actual 90s. Oh, yeah, we should <laughs> probably tell. Spider-Man. Yeah, we should probably say what is actually in this line. Yeah, getting back into that. So we have five new figures coming f- uh, for this line. We have the classic Spider-Man, where he's just kind of in a basic standing pose. Um, we have Black Cat, which is awesome. I freaking love Black Cat, and this is actually this is probably one I'm going to end up getting because I love Black Cat so much. I want to add her to my Marvel collection. Fair enough. Um, probably won't get the Spider Man just because I have a few Spider Man that I like more. That's I mean it's very simple, but it works. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then they have. Doc Ock getting released, which is another one that I'm probably going to get. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah, because this this figure, this is what I think of when people say Doc Ock. Like, I don't think, like, the comic book, I know they had, like, the comic book version that they released. Didn't yeah. really dig that as much as I, I dig this one. Oh, shit, I was going to give you that one, but never mind. <laughs> um, and let's see, uh... Duck Ock. Oh, and then we got Hopgoblin coming out. Oh. I stopped collecting, but this one is so tempting. I know. It's beautiful. Dude, I forgot how big of a role Hobgoblin played. Yeah, honestly, it seemed like he had a bigger role than the Green Goblin. He did. It's or at least it felt like it at times. Yeah. I mean, I'm cool with that, because I I mean I probably love the Green Goblin a little more, but I freaking love the Hobgoblin. Such a cool-ass villain. And, oh my gosh, he looks so badass in this show. Yeah. Um, yeah, super cool. So, yeah, we got that. Um, they do have a glow-in-the-dark edition that's going to be in a poppin' t-shirt combo. Um, the that shirt's okay. Oh, I thought you wanted the shirt. My bad. Oh, I, wait, no, not sorry. N- that was the mini Stay Pilf one. Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of either of the, the shirts, because they have that one that comes with the Hobgoblin Glow in the Dark, and then they have another one. I forget. Does that one come with anything? Uh, It doesn't look like it. I think it's just a shirt. Okay, yeah. So they have one, another one that's just a shirt, and it looks like um, Black Cat, Spidey, Madam Web fighting Doc Ock. At least I think. Yeah, freaking... Yeah, no, freaking poor Spy- uh, Hobgoblin is just the odd man out. I feel bad. Well, he gets his own shirt, so you can't bitch that's, that much. That's true. <laughs> I freaking love the saying that um, it says on the shirt. It says, your move, Spidey. Ah, love it. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, and then the last figure that we got is Madam Web sitting in her uh, web throne. I would say I think that's what it's called. I honestly have no idea. Yeah. Uh, so we're getting that one. And that one looks super sick, too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 
Um, but yeah, those are the four figures coming out. I'm probably going to get two of the of those if I can find them in stores. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I'm not going to go super crazy to get these ones, but yeah, I want them. The Hulk, though, it's do or die. Yeah, Hulk is do or die. <laughs> <laughs> no freaking question about that. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, moving on from Funko Focus into 4K Spotlight. Um, this week, uh, Free Guy is coming out. Um, and it is getting a couple exclusives. Uh, well, first off, we got just a regular 4K and a regular Blu-ray. The 4K comes with a 4K plus Blu-ray plus digital copy, whereas the Blu-ray just comes with a Blu-ray plus digital copy. Uh, for the Best Buy Steelbook, which I already pre-ordered, um, I don't know. I've learned my lesson with, honestly, Steelbooks and not pre-ordering them. Even though I can only ship it to my house, I can't do store pickup. I'm like willing to take the chance because you know if it arrives damaged and they still have some st in stock at store, I can just go exchange it really quickly. Um, but yeah, so still book looks really cool. It's a guy with a with holding his uh hat. Oh my god, what is the coffee? Was it half and half? Some some shit. Do you remember at all? Shit, no. Okay, damn it. Dude, my my coffee lingo is such garbage. Dude, my sister got me stuck on drinking coffee every morning now, and now I'm freaking addicted. Dude. Yeah. Worth it, though. Worth it. <laughs> is it, though? <laughs> yeah, it actually is. It's actually helped me a lot in the mornings rather than drink. I'd rather drink that than um like an energy drink. I don't think either of those are really super great for you. But coffee just tastes so good. Ew, does it? Yeah, dude, I freaking love the taste of coffee. Freaking think it tastes like dirt beans. <laughs> How rude. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, for Caleb, uh, um, hurts my feelings anymore about his, uh, feelings for coffee. Um... <laughs> Dude, like the taste of I'm coffee is definitely acquired. Oh yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. Yeah, I feel like it's like I'm weird. Like anytime I talk to someone about like things I do and don't drink, like it's usually like coffee. Like they'll sit there and be like, "Oh, what you drinking?" Like because I bring a big old like fifty-two ounce mug of water to work. God damn dude like it's huge and i usually like fill it full of ice too and so i'll come to work in the morning and i'm holding my mug and everyone's just like gotta get that that morning joe right and i'm just like oh this is water <laughs> dude i don't know how you can wake yourself up in the morning without caffeine yeah you are a trooper i forget i sing karaoke in the morning when i when i wake up it helps me Get jazzed. Oh, dude, I ain't got the strength for that. <laughs> and I shouldn't really bitch, because it's only like a five-minute drive for me to work. Yeah, mine's not too bad. It's just like, seriously, 20 minutes the second I step out the door. Okay, so that's not too bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Hmm. But yeah, that's what I do. I, I uh, 
That's my morning routine. So my morning routine is I, I fill up my water or my mug, take it like a, a shot of orange juice. <laughs> and then when I'm driving to work, I have like a, a smoothie um, drink that I usually have. It's like comes with like a little like juice box looking thing. And so I'll freaking down that before I get to work. And then the rest of the, the morning, uh, I'm drinking water. <laughs> Damn, you are so much more healthier than me. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, but everyone freaking calls me weird because I'm like, oh, I don't drink coffee. And I'm like, they're like, oh, you, you drink tea? And I'm like, no, I can't stand the, the taste of tea. And they're like, oh, like, do you like drink on the weekends or something? And I'm like, no, I, I don't like the taste of alcohol. <laughs> it's like, well, then what do you like? And I'm like, I like water. <laughs> I like lemonade. Yeah, that's what that's my other that's what I call my guilty pleasure. <laughs> oh shit. I thought your guilty pleasure pleasure was gonna be like Sprite or something, but no, it's lemonade, okay. No. I, the only time I drink Sprite is when I have like a sore throat. Well shit. so you don't drink soda whatsoever? No. Dude, I gotta take a page out of your diet because <laughs> God, dude, I can't go without like a a Dr Pepper every, every once in a while. Yeah, I say once in a while. It's, yeah, but it's at least it, like you, I'm can... not going to admit how much I drink though. Yeah, well, if you, I mean, if you tell people that you you don't drink all this other stuff, and then you're just like, oh, but I drink coffee, they're just like, oh, okay. Like, there's like no big deal about that. But since I don't do any of that, <laughs> they're just like. Like I have one coworker that's just like, what, what keeps you, what, like, why do you still have a will to live? <laughs> it's called my wife and my kid. Yeah, I'm like, well, I mean, I, I, like, yeah, my, my guilty pleasure is my freaking lemonade. When I'm not drinking water, I'm usually <laughs> drinking lemonade. <laughs> oh man. And then every I just once love the in a while, like, and then every once in a while, when I want to get crazy, I have strawberry lemonade. <laughs> Whoa, dude, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Getting a little too wild up in here. Super wild, Whew. dude. <laughs> I want to go back to like the shot of orange juice. Orange juice, like how big is the glass? I just usually I have like my own separate um, orange juice. Mug. Like, is it like a straight up? Oh, so it's a mug. It's not like an actual like a shot glass. No, I, I don't oh. like legit do a shot. I just drink out of the carton. I was gonna say like, dude, freaking rebel drinking out of the carton, <laughs> bad boy. <laughs> I, dude, you never realize how pathetic you sound until you start like listing things out out loud. <laughs> it's not pathetic, like you said. It's your own juice. It's not like Iris or Brielle drink it yeah, too. So who gives a shit? No, Brielle, but or Gary gets me my own gallon mug of orange juice, and that's what I freaking drink every morning. Oh, I love it. And then when I have like a particularly rough morning, I just like start gulping it down a little bit. <laughs> If he wants to feel really rambunctious, he's going to brush his teeth first and then drink. <laughs> Living on the wild side. Uh, truth. 
Anyway, uh, so anyway, Free Guy Steelbook. Um, so it's uh, just him holding his cup of coffee with uh, like a bunch of items from the movie in the background. It's it's a simple steelbook, but I dig it. And you know me, I'm a steelbook whore, so I have to have every steelbook. It's very rare that I don't get a movie that has a steelbook released. Um, but uh, it will also be getting a Target exclusive, which is what does it come with? So it's um, so it's an they say it's an art edition, exclusive original design, and it includes two limited edition foil etched prints. So it actually does look pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Like I think I actually like this. I think this design actually would have worked better for the steelbook, if I'm being honest. Um, because I f I like that it's more simplistic, and for the actually I, I'm honestly sometimes I prefer that on a steelbook. Simplicity is I feel can be sometimes a steelbook's best friend. Very um, very much so. But so yeah, if you guys want to pick up Free Guy comes out this Tuesday. Uh, like I said, Steelbook's going to Best Buy, and then this uh, limited edition foil etched prints pack of two uh, will be going to uh, Target. So, yeah. Um, so, moving on to Through the Wall, uh, they released the final trailer for the Chucky series, and this trailer is way better than the first one. This actually does get me excited for the series. Oh, infinitely better. Yeah. Um, and it actually finally showcases where these um, characters coming back are going to be. It's about damn time. I was wondering where Andy and um, Nico were. Well, and Tiffany. Um, but so basically the storyline of this new series is going to be that, so if you guys have not seen Cult of Chucky, a little bit of a spoiler here, um, basically Chucky was able to find a way to split his soul into numerous good guy dolls, but then also he's able to split it into humans as well. Um, so he's able to put his uh, spirit into Nika, but by doing this, he basically splits his soul and splits his soul into so many different pieces um that he has a part in nika and then he also has a part in just like a good guy doll um so it looks like the storyline is going to be basically you have nika and tiffany or should i say nika and chuck or sorry chucky and nika's body um and tiffany doing their own thing and then you have andy and kyle kyle being from child's play 2 um uh andy's uh um adopted uh sister um basically going after chucky and trying to put a stop to him shocker and then uh i guess you have chucky charles e. ray coming back to his hometown um around halloween shocker um to uh they never really say what why he's coming back to his hometown like I don't think I ever heard something saying like, oh, he's come back to finish what he started. And if they did, I would have been like, well, what the hell has he even started? It's not like he put his uh, soul into the doll in uh, this freaking town. He did it in Chicago, Illinois. Um, so that part I'm like kind of confused with on the story. Um, 
But no, honestly, such a better trailer than the first one. That's like the biggest positive that I can say about this trailer. Yeah, definitely gets you gets you way more hyped. Um, gives you a lot of like little story nuggets. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, like I'm really excited to see what they do with um, Tiffany and Nika. I I'm actually like I'm excited for that too, but I think for some reason, even though I do not love Alex Vincent's acting, I wish it was better. I hope that he took some acting lessons for this one. But I am honestly really excited to see Andy and Kyle's uh, a story arc in the series because I loved them so much together in Child's Play Two. I can't wait to see the adult version. Yeah, hey, this is going to be great. I feel. Like I feel like there's just so much that they can do because I feel like they just left such an open book at the end of Cult of Chucky. They really did, honestly. And my money on to why he is um he's coming back to his hometown. I'm willing to bet you that there's something that he hid. Or maybe some voodoo thing that he needs to do, but he needs to be, like, in the place of his birth or whatever. Like, just, I'm willing to bet it's something along those lines. Like, it's for some to... it's for some voodoo shit. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. After Seed of Chucky, has the heart of Dum... Tum, I think, yeah, heart of Dambala come back into play at all? Has he ever held that in Curse or Cult? I'm not remembering it, so I doubt it. I mean, I just don't know. That'd be kind of like weird if they're just like, "Oh yeah, he came back for this," and it's like, "Well, then how that? How the hell did it wind up there in the first place? Did Glenn ship it there? Because as far as I know, Glenn, Glenn, what I think Glenn was the last one to have it. Um, because I don't think he ever gave it to Chucky or Tiffany in Seed of Chucky. Hmm. What's the name? What is? What's the name of their? their son isn't it glenn yeah glenn slash glenda yeah what if <laughs> what if glenn's there <laughs> dude i don't i think like don mancini like really wants to put him in there but like universal has like straight up said no that was your worst part of a franchise you're not bringing that character back dude i would make if i had something like that I would abuse the shit out of it. Well, and honestly, considering that Billy uh, was a Billy Boyd voiced the voiced Glenn. I mean, I don't know if he would actually even come back for it. They'd probably have to replace his voice. That wouldn't. I don't think that'd be difficult to do. Oh, like, fair. I think now you could probably get away with doing like Will Forte. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad replacement. Yeah, I think he does a really good voice acting. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but also one thing, the animatronics look a lot better in this one. This trailer so than they did in the last. So much better. So much better. Chucky definitely looks a lot better. I still, I still really want to know. There, there is a scene. Where, so after the kid, the I'm assuming the main focus of the series, buys Chucky. He's seen carrying him in high school, and I'm just like, dude, I'm sorry, I'm not, I don't condone this activity, but you're just asking for something to happen when you bring in a doll to high school. High school kids are mean. They're dickheads. 
we we both went through it. It sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really want unless Chucky had a knife to my throat, I am not bringing a good guy doll to high school. Yeah, that that'd be a tough sell. I don't even think he's in high school. I think he's in junior high, and somehow that's worse. <laughs> oh, that is way okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, junior high kids are way more of an ass. They are more asshole than high school. Yeah, because everyone's still trying to find out who they are and all that fun stuff, and everyone is just dickheads to each other. Dude, no joke. And I feel like that's a lot coming from us who grew up in a school that I think relative to other areas was not as bad as like some other high schools. That's fair. I mean, thankfully, um, cause I mean, I've heard stories about like kids that grew up together through elementary that they just stopped talking once they hit middle school just because, you know, they, they went off in their different uh, groups. They changed um, I never went through that just because I moved to Utah right when middle school started. <laughs> um, so basically I had zero friends to begin with. So I was a okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm trying to think of, like, I don't even recall anything like overly aggressive happening at our school. Actually, that's I not true. Really, there. No. I feel like I've told you about this. Um, there was a kid that went to our school. Um, I had a science class with this kid. I I think you know who I'm talking th- about. Yes, I think so. This is 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 Jordan. David. Oh, David. Oh, you remember him? Last name? I don't know his last name. I'll explain him a little bit. Okay. He was like a super. He was the quiet kid. That probably could have brought a gun to school. <laughs> Under the, you know who I'm talking about now? Yeah, I do. Because, <laughs> dude, I see him. He actually comes in the fresh market. He's the most aggravating kid on the planet. Thinks he knows everything. But also doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut. So we yep. were in a science class together. And he, uh, so or the t- the teacher asked a question. There was this kid, he, like he raised his hand. So David raised his hand, and then some other kid raised his hand. And this kid was like a football jock, and I think he was in student council too. But uh, I mean, that's not Ooh. super important. But well, either I mean, way, that's kind of like a double hitter when it comes to popularity and. Yeah, I know. I don't know why. It's just like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. like you popularity contest. Whoop do you frickin' do? Right. Um anyway, he So the jock raised his hand to answer the question. He got the answer wrong. Um and so the teacher like was looking around and then it's like, Okay, David, like what about you? Answered the question and he's just like correct. Moved on with his lesson. I was like I was sit. I sat behind this jock, and then like kind of diagonally from David, mm-hmm. and so I feel like this kid, this dude had the like the best intentions. I feel 
he he leaned over to to David after he answered and he's just like like wow dude you're really smart and then he, and then David just like I'm actually not all that smart you're just stupid and I'm like oh <laughs> and and so after class <laughs> um Apparently, word travels fast, and so all of his football buddies <laughs> gather oh, or grab David, threw him in a garbage can, <laughs> and then kicked that garbage can down the stairs. Shit. And I will say, I, I did see all of this, and I'm not some asshole that just sits around and watches this. They were trying to throw him in the can. And I was like, hey, hey, guys, like, this is too far. Like, stop. Like, we can't, like, you can't do this. You're, we're going to get in trouble, blah, blah, blah. And so they were just like, okay, like, yeah. And just so they started, like, picking him up. And then David. <laughs> I still laugh about it because it's just the. So David, when they set him back on the ground on both feet. He said, he looked over at me and he's like, I didn't need your help. <laughs> oh, shit. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, like, it looked, you were getting shoved in a trash can. It looks like you did. And he's just like, so he told me, he's just like, if I want your help, I'll ask for it. And I'm like, it's like, gentlemen? <laughs> that is exactly what I, I was just like, have at it. <laughs> and so, yeah, then they picked him up, threw him in, kicked him down the stairs. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, to me, you had no other choice. Hey, I tried. Yeah. I tried, but exactly. you, just, you just had to be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. You, you just had to add the cherry on top. Yep. So, that was like, that was purely his fault. <laughs> I tried helping. But dipshit couldn't keep his mouth shut. So for any of you like uh, wondering what kind of person I was in, in school, that's exactly who I was. I'm the guy that's dude, like, I had hey, no, no, no. But if if you freaking try and burn me when I'm helping you out, I don't give a shit what happens to you anymore. <laughs> dude, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, excitement level for Chucky after this trailer. What are you thinking? Um, probably, I'd say an eight. Yeah, that's actually right where I was at, too. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it, it was a good trailer. Um, if you guys aren't excited for the show, I, we definitely recommend checking it out. Yeah, I mean, um, it does kind of stink that uh, it is going to be um, like a week by week, week, wow, week by week of release. Um, but I mean, it's no different than what is released on Disney Plus. Yeah, and it's going to be on Sci-Fi and what else? USA. So I don't know what streaming services get those. I think because I want to say the the Purge TV series was um, 
on USA and I th and that's on Hulu. So I think it's uh, I think Hulu will get the Chucky series. I would assume. That's just me assuming. Um I'm looking that up right now. Okay, so sci-fi available on Hulu. Okay, sweet. There we go. Yeah, so with that I'm assuming you're just you're just going to have to watch it like the next day. Yeah. Which which you have our Hulu login, right? Actually, I still have my own Hulu login. I never canceled my Hulu. Oh. All right. Be that way then. <laughs> well, sorry. It, was, it nah, it, it worked out. We we canceled ours for a little while and just uh just renewed it. Oh, okay. So yeah, so stop giving me shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um anyway. Uh moving on to uh, uh this week's uh All Bros headliner. What do you say we get started? Let's do it. All right. Alright, so with this week's All Bros headliner, we will be breaking down the Ryan Reynolds film Free Guy. I shouldn't say that because he didn't direct it, um, but the movie starring Ryan Reynolds, uh, Free Guy. Uh, but before we get into the breakdown, we did ask a question on social media, and Caleb, do you have those responses? Yes, I do. Hell yeah. Um, we actually got a decent amount of responses this week. Um, I'll start over on... Twitter. Um, so the question that we asked was, which video game world would you want to live in? Um, just kind of, and uh, we did get, get someone that asked us for clarification on on everything, like being like, hey, are we we stuck in a stage, or do you have to complete all the obstacles, or do you just live in the world day to day? And so I I I answered and said that this is more like an NPC situation. Yeah. <laughs> um. That, but in cases of side scrollers like Mario or Sonic, you would be kind of like a background character. Like with uh with Sonic, you'd probably be like one of the woodland creatures that's stuck in the robot. <laughs> Or with Mario, you'd probably be like one of the the toads. I want to be a Goomba. I'm kidding. <laughs> just basically, just being a background character that doesn't interact with the uh, the main character as yeah. like that often. Um. So the responses that we did get, uh, the first one we got is coming from. Kevin Connor at K Connor writer. Um, and he said cooking mama. That is such an interesting choice. Does he explain right? it at all? Yeah. He says awesome oh, food yeah. all the freaking time. Plus I love to cook. Dude. And he said that most yeah, games I have rampant death and destruction. Almost all online games are micro microtransaction death uh, then there are games that are on hyperspeed. 
Then there is Animal Crossing. That bitch Isabel, screw her. <laughs> Dude, I need to play... Like, I bought Animal Crossing New Horizons uh, on the Switch. I think I've played it once. You have a I Switch? Well, a Switch Lite. Dude, that's freaking cool. You like it? Yeah, yeah I like it. If you want, next time I'm out there, I can bring it with me. No, I play. I played Bronson's a little bit, and oh, okay. I, I've just been. I've been debating with whether or not to to get one. I um, I'll fully admit, I kind of like. Don't get me wrong. I like the Switch Lite. It's nice being able to just like it being only handheld, because I feel for the most part that's all I really do with it. I wouldn't really connect it to the TV, but then like now thinking about it, um. Uh, now thinking about it, uh, like I can't do like the games like Just Dance or you know like anything like that that actually requires you to um, get up and move. Like you actually have to be holding the two controllers. Um, uh -huh. So yeah, it kind of sucks. But are those games that you would have gotten? Probably. I mean, I don't know. Like most of the time, when like all these. Uh, Ever since like the 2014 Just Dance, all these new ones that they come out with, I barely know like one song on it. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, I'm just like, am I that old? <laughs> oh, that's awesome, dude. So I get my like physical workout in by with the the headset. I've been going through some games and and playing with with a couple different ones. Um, one I play is like super hot and it's like kind of like slow-mo John wick. <laughs> so everything moves in slow-mo unless you're moving your hands. And then, so if okay. you move your, if you move your hands really slow, time will move, but it'll move like the speed that you're moving your hands. Um, and it's crazy. Cause you have like these red characters that you're trying to defeat. And so you get guns and stuff. But you have to become freaking like legit John Wick to to play this game, because <laughs> I'm like, you can like punch or you can like they have stuff that you can throw at people, but when you throw stuff, they continue to fly through the air, so time doesn't like fully stop, and oh, so shit. it's it's a freaking pain in the ass, but it's such a good workout because I'm like ducking, like dodging, like trying to do full body like movement and everything. And then I just got um, Vader Immortal. Oh, okay. And they have a, a lightsaber dojo, which, if you want to talk about working up a sweat, holy shit. Like, I, I play that game for half an hour, and I'm dripping. And I don't know if that's Damn. because... I, and I, I, I'm, I'm fairly certain that's not because I'm that out of shape. <laughs> it's... Because it is so, it is such a good workout. So you, like, what you're doing, um, you have the lightsaber, and you have, like, I would get, I, I paid 10 bucks for the game. I would pay, I would have paid 25 for the lightsaber experience alone. It is really? a blast. It is a blast. Um... But yeah, so you have your lightsaber, and then you have these enemies coming at you, and like they have different types of enemies. They have some that have lightsabers that you need to like have a, a duel with. 
Um, and then mm-hmm. they have one some of those like little balls that like flow flow around and shoot blasters at you. Okay. And those are insane because like you'll have they'll give you a certain amount of those enemies to defeat, and so you'll be like if you get like overcrowded with them, you'll have like a shit ton of balls of those balls flying around and then you'll hear like do 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 and then they'll fire a blaster shot at you and so you can deflect them with your lightsaber like back at them or like deflect them at another enemy and it's such a pain in the ass because it's it's a 360 experience so they can freaking fly behind you and start shooting and so i was having this issue where like it makes you feel like a freaking jedi so because like legit i had one they typically only do it one at a time, which is nice, but it could be like, do-do-do-do, like fire your three shots, and then immediately do-do-do-do behind you as soon as those three shots go off. And so it's like like you block, and then you have to like turn around real fast and block those, but I could never turn around fast enough to block them. So I was like, screw it. Let's see if this works. And so I, I deflected the ones in the front and then just put the lightsaber behind me and then deflected those. And I'm like, yes! <laughs> Dude, that's so cool. Dude, it, it's oh. it, it's legit. It is. If there's any game to get, it's that one. Um, okay. You're in luck, actually, because I think I just uh, sold it to somebody. Did you really? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, damn, there we go. Nice. Finally get the Oculus. What is it? Oculus 2? The Quest 2. The Quest 2, that's what it's called. Yeah. Unfortunately, the... Like, no joke. It was like two days after you, you freaking ordered the damn thing. The the movie theater um, program that we were going to use to watch movies became incompatible with the Oculus Go, which is what freaking you ordered. Bull. Yeah, and what sucks about Mercari is um, you have to rate the seller within three days. Um, so, so um, basically, yeah, if you don't rate the seller in three days, you don't check to make sure everything works good. Um, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, oh my god, I'm really screwing this up. I'm sorry. So yeah, if you don't make sure that like everything works, yada yada yada, in three days, they'll automatically just rate them five stars for you, so the seller can get paid. And once that's done, nothing else can happen. Uh, like you can't return it. Nothing. It's out of their hands. That's the worst. So yeah, that happened to me with a, a NECA Chucky figure. Um, basically, I found out that it was actually a uh, it was a fake because the paint was smearing. Um, and I had already rated the uh, seller because I hadn't taken it out of the box yet because I was like contemplating if I wanted to take it out of the box or not. Um. And so I finally decided, you know what, why not? I want to display it in, like, the little good guy box that it comes with. And we, that that is actually what I did. So, like, you really can't tell that it's drip, uh, like, some paint has come off of his uh, his overalls. Um, but, yeah, freaking, like, paint is just rubbing off on my fingers. I'm like, yeah, this is a fake. This is bullshit. And so I contact them, and they're just like, oh, since, you know, the three days have already passed and you've already raided the seller, it's out of our hands. Sorry, there's nothing we can do. I'm like, that is bullshit. The guy sold me a fake item. 
Yeah. They should at least give you like five days. Right? It should. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, getting back on track. Um, yeah. So, Cooking Mama. So, have you ever played Cooking Mama? I have not. Have you? I so my cousins um used to play that game a lot when they got their Nintendo DSs way back when. Um Did you so you, so you never had a Nintendo DS as a kid? No, I had a DS. Dude, I never had one. It they were fun. They were That's they were what really I fun. Heard. Like I feel like I missed out. I kind of regret not having one, but oh well. Yeah. Um yeah, it was it was a good time. It was a really good time. One of my favorite games on that was actually Guitar Hero. <laughs> really? Yeah, that, that game like was a bitch. A, it was. It was <laughs> such a bitch to play, but it was so much fun. Like it was insane. Okay. It was insane how fun that was. Okay. Um. But yeah, so I played Cooking Mama on their DSs a couple times, and. That's a like it's a pretty fun like casual game. Like you're just you're playing as this as cooking mama. I'm assuming that's what her name is. I haven't like gotten deep into the Tur- lore. Turns out it's actually Mama Cook. Mama Cook. <laughs> yep. That's um, her real name. Mama Cook. Yeah, so you said or so yeah, you um you play in this kitchen and you're just trying to fulfill these orders for people and like you kind of go through the the this rush hour phase where it can get pretty crazy, but it's just like different kitchen styles. So it's like, Oh, you can be making hamburgers. And so you have to cook everything properly. But if you're letting the the hamburgers cook too long, then you burn them. And then it's just like, but you also have like time limit on how happy these people can be. Cause like they'll come in with like a full happiness bar. And then once it like goes all the way down to the bottom, they leave. Oh, okay. So it's a pretty, it's not like a stress-free game, but it is like a like if you can get in a good flow, um it's a it's a pretty fun game. And so like this would be a perfect world. Like nothing like too crazy. Like it's just peaceful, it's bright, it's happy unless you don't get your food on time. <laughs> and then and then you just become hangry. Yeah, and then you get like this this rush hour stress every once in a while, but it's it it'd be a pretty decent world to live in if you were going for like not violent <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you don't want to live in like the grand theft auto world which i would never want to live in a world of grand theft auto yeah exactly i've lived in california that <laughs> like don't get me wrong like there are good areas of california but like some places kind of scared me growing up <laughs> um so yeah yeah. Um Oh shit, we actually got a reply I hadn't seen yet. Oh hell um, yeah. Yeah, so we got another response from We Watched a Thing. Um at We Watched a Thing. Uh they said Ocarina of Time. Not in any adventuring capacity, but just to get to hang out as a villager in Kakariko. It looks so cozy. Um, and I've actually I've played, played Ocarina of Time, and it is oh really yeah, and he is absolutely correct. That village looks peaceful as shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Then we had um, 
let's see, Space Castle at Space Castle Pod respond to him and say, yeah, but Ganon in- inevitably takes over and everything gets awful for 10 years. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair. And then uh, we watched the thing, responded, and said, yes, but in those 10 years, we drink. <laughs> oh, I love it. Freaking love the banter. <laughs> That's so great. I love it. Uh, all right, let's see. Um, our next response comes to us from the Mixed Media Forest podcast at Media Forest Cast. Uh, he said, Viva Pinata. I tend to garden all day and attract various adorable animals that I force to procreate. And when I get bored, I whack everything with a shovel and start over. I love it. Did you ever play that game? I've never played that game. Like, I didn't know what that oh, game was about until hell. he explained it. Oh, fun as hell. Is it really? I only, yeah, I only played it on the Wii. Um, but yeah, I remember having a great time. I think I rented it from a blockbuster and um hmm. yeah i never actually like physically owned it i only ever rented it but yeah from from what i remember game was a freaking blast yeah they offer that game for xbox game pass which i have so i'll have to check it out do it hell yeah yeah but that sounds super fun um let's see our last response from twitter we got was from Gross face killer at the real Wutsky. God, I love your name. <laughs> Gross face killer. Dude, freaking Chris Wutsky's the best. Um, uh, I freaking li- love the um, the night creature or the creatures of the night podcast that that he does. I freaking loved his um, hashtag no offense podcast too, but he decided to cancel that like. Like a punk. What? Yeah, I know, right? Sad. Freaking lame. But he still does the uh, the creatures of the night, which which I like. So, freaking love it. But his answer is actually what my answer would have been. <laughs> okay. Uh, he said, so. "Hands down, Skyrim." That's a good, yeah. That's a good answer, dude. I freaking love Skyrim. I have owned Skyrim on every console. That I owned, or that I have ever owned. Like, I had on the 360. It was one of the first games I got for the Xbox One. Um, I didn't... Okay, I'll... I kind of take that back a little bit. I did not have it for um, the PlayStation 4. But that's because I had it on the Xbox One, so... Okay. Um, I'll allow it. Yeah, so I also had, I don't know why I had it, but I did own it on the PC. I bought it for PC, but I've never been able to play it because I've never had a computer powerful enough to play it. I just wanted to own it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I told him my ultimate life goal, like this is like not like, a professional or anything regarding like the podcast or what work I want to do. This is just like a personal goal of mine. Okay. With, with, with how advanced VR is getting, I want to create a, 
a Skyrim VR setup with all of the immersive tech that I can get my hands on. Okay, that would be super dope. Yeah, right? I, I haven't really uh, dived that much into Skyrim. Honestly, I've barely played it. Um, it's not for but, everyone. It's it's no, it's but an like, honestly, I would and... be up for trying that in VR. I, I would say that. Yeah, but I I want to go all out with this, like all out. Um, like I I this is this is years in the future for me, <laughs> but I want to get like I want to have like a good headset. I want to have they have these these new gloves um with wires and stuff on them that you oh. can that you put on and so you can have like your actual hands in the in the game so that like all your sure. fingers can move but then when you go to pick stuff up it would like it will or the uh you'll feel the tension pulling on your hands Dude. And so it'll f- like whatever you go to pick up. So like if you went to pick up an apple, it would actually feel like you're holding the apple. Like and then you could like try. That's like, kind of creepy. I don't oh, know it why. It is. It is. But it's just like that. That level of immersion. I feel it's just like being able to feel what you're, or quote unquote, feel what you're holding, and doing that with with weapons like being able to like feel like you're holding a sword or like a freaking axe or whatever like i want that level of immersion yeah okay and then i also want to get one of those um those vr treadmills the ones that you can like run on dude and i i the technology for that is just getting like out of this world. So eventually it's going to become something that it's going to be commonplace to, to buy. And so I want one of those because I want to freaking walk through this world. Yeah. No, I get you. Like I want all of that shit. I, I don't care about like having the highest quality graphics. I just want the full immersive experience of it. No, no, dude, that's fair. I can understand that. Yeah, so I'm gonna have like a freaking blast <laughs> when that like when that shit happens. Oh, but yeah, so I I absolutely agree with him. Skyrim would be the best. All right. Um. Oh shit! Did my Facebook page? It sure as hell did. Um, so yeah, that was our last response on Twitter. Moving on over to Facebook. I need to pull this one up real fast. I don't know why I closed the tab. <laughs> um. All right, and then our we got a couple of responses on f- Facebook. Like I said, um, the first response is coming from Sam Nelson. Is this his first time, like, actually writing in? I think he has before. At least I think so. Oh, that's right. He did. He's um. What was it? Neller up on on Instagram. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Neller up. Okay. I've always wanted to ask him where he got that from. Yeah. Right. Dude, why hasn't he been on the show yet? <laughs> I. You know what? That's a great question. We need to make that happen. Yeah, I agree. Um. 
anyway, but his response was, uh, I feel like I'm stuck in Frogger. <laughs> you know what? I've never played Frogger ever in my life. What? Yeah, I know, right? Sad. You're insane. <laughs> that That's wild. Um, dude, Frogger's so much fun. Yeah, okay. Like I it's a pain like, in the ass. Like the original Frogger. I, love I freaking hate the, the original Frogger. And it's not because it's like a bad game or anything. It's a really fun game, but it is so difficult. <laughs> oh, I love it. And just when you yeah, think I've you never get like played Frogger. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. Like it's aggravating. It's definitely if if you're going to play it, I would recommend playing it with friends. <laughs> Okay. So like we'll have to play it when you come over or something. It's it's that fun. I think the newer Frogger is just kind of like, eh, whatever. I was going to say friends, you're looking at a friend. That's about all I got. Yeah. So same here. <laughs> but yeah, Frogger would be an interesting world to to live in. I mean, freaking traffic all the time. Like you basically yeah. live in traffic. <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah. I don't know if I want to try it now. I know, and you're always, like, hitting frogs and shit. <laughs> dude, F that. Yeah, dude, do I really have to play fog, Fogger? Frogger? Yeah. Like, have you, you know what Frogger's about, though, right? Um, I just looked up what it was, so, yeah. No yeah, idea. So you, yeah, you play as the frog. You're trying to get from, like, one end of the screen to the other end of the screen, and you have, like, these different holes that you can enter. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's basically that. And so, if you lose, you you start over from the beginning of the stage, and then if you like you lose all of your lives, then you begin at the beginning of the game. <laughs> okay. So it is it is difficult. But yeah, that would be an interesting world to be a part of. If you're playing as one of the frogs, like that's going to royally suck for you. Um. If you're playing as one of the people in the cars. That's going to be, be that bad, less right? fun for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. And then our last response comes from Sammy Nelson, who said Simpsons hit and run the PlayStation two version only. I really want to know why the only the PlayStation two version, like Sammy, you got to explain this, dude. Have you played the PlayStation two version? Oh yeah, no, I did. That's the one that I grew up with. What other versions are there? Did they, or did they was like remaster it? No, they they need to remaster that shit. Um, but there was a version on Xbox too. I'm willing to bet it wasn't as good. Probably oh. PlayStation Two still to me is the greatest console ever made. I can get behind that, and I that's coming loved... from someone who loves Xbox. Yeah, oh, I loved. I miss my PS2 so much. I miss Dude, that I console. feel like. Xbox was so difficult to control sometimes. Is it the original like of how bulky? Like it was bulky definitely the, the bulk of the controller. If they would yeah. have like freaking streamlined the controller like way sooner, it would have been way better. Like now I can I prefer the um when it came to like Xbox versus PlayStation 2, I preferred the PlayStation controller. Uh, with the 360 and the PlayStation 3, I preferred the, the 360. And that's yeah. just because that's what I was used to. 
Um, I think it could have easily been a tie had I played the PlayStation 3 more. Um, Fair. The PlayStation Once the PlayStation 4 came out, that was a tough one. Because they went back to being like a little bulkier. The Xbox controllers. Um, yeah. They went back to being a little bit bulkier, but they felt a little bit more natural in the hand. Okay. Um, But there were just some features on the PlayStation 4 controller you just can't beat. Like the freaking yeah, little touchscreen thing. Right. I, oh, love I love that. that. <laughs> yeah, I love that shit. Like, oh my gosh, typing on the PlayStation 4 was so easy. So easy. Let's hope the PS5 is just as easy. I hear it is. Um, oh, good. I know okay, awesome. someone that has a PlayStation 5, and they say that it's basically the same. Um, okay, they cool. do say that the I think the one feature that they have is like the pressure sensitivity on the um, the triggers. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so they say that that's really nice, especially when you're playing games like Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Um, but yeah. But Simpsons Hit and Run, a freaking classic. An absolute classic of a game. <laughs> but, yeah, if, I mean, if we're talking, like, living in the world, the PlayStation 2 is a very, is a very specific choice. <laughs> yeah, no, very specific. And you know what? I don't blame you, Sammy, because oh, such great memories playing that game with my sister growing up. Oh, oh absolutely. Um. Yeah. So, thank you, everyone, that answered our question of the week. This yeah, is like easily the, one of our awesome. more popular questions. Yeah, that's freaking awesome. I love it. Hell yeah. Um. So we appreciate each and every one of you. Yes, we do. Um. So with that, I think we can get into our our breakdown. So yeah, if you are new to our breakdown system. We have split movies into eight different categories that we individually grade to come to a final All Bros letter grade. Uh, the eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal grade at the very end. Then all of that magic, all of that math gets... Hey, it's magic. Wait. <laughs> all of those numbers get... Get mathed up. <laughs> Maybe you should start drinking coffee. I know, right? Yeah, so all of these numbers get thrown into our magical algorithm that spits out our final All Bros letter grade for it. And it comes out as a schoolhouse grade. So There you go. You got it. He's got it, guys. Yeah. So, anyway, if you have not seen Free Guy, we are about to spoil the entire freaking movie for you. Um. So yeah, yeah. So reading with Rose time, everyone. <sighs> Everyone's favorite time. Everyone's favorite. Honestly, oh, right. I feel like it. That truly is. <laughs> Yay! I'm special. <laughs> All right. So Guy is a non-player character, also known as NPC, in an open-world video game, Free City, developed by Tsunami Games. Unaware that the world he lives in is, video, in is a video game, he works as a bank teller alongside his best friend and the bank security guard, Buddy. In the real world, Millie Rusk, who plays Molotov Girl, Molotov, Molotov, sorry, 
Molotov Girl tries to find evidence of being the rightful owner of the source code stolen by head developer Antoine, uh, I'm going to butcher his last name, Hovachelik, while co-developer Walter Keys uh, McKee works at Tsunami. In the game, Molotov Girl catches Guy's attention by singing his favorite song and begins to deviate from his programming. Taking a pair of sunglasses from a player robbing the bank, Guy sees Free City through the player's head-up display, HUD, and tries to catch up with Molotov Girl. Guy meets Millie at the stash, a well-guarded compound that holds evidence of her source code. Thinking Guy is another novice player, she advises him to level up after their failed break-in. Keys and co-worker Mauser, believing Guy to be a, hack dis be a hacker disguised as an NPC, unsuccessfully try to ban him from the game. Rapidly pro progressing the game by completing missions via good acts, Guy stands out from the other players and becomes a worldwide sensation as Blue Shirt Guy. Guy helps Millie escape from the, sta from the stash after her second failed break-in. Millie is bewildered when Guy wants to kiss her as this function is unavailable in the game. Keys reveals to Millie that Guy is truly an NPC and that his self-awareness came from artificial intelligence, co the, came from the artificial intelligence code containing Millie's per personal preferences that Keys had included in life itself, the original game the duo developed. This, in turn, led Guy to develop a romantic interest in Millie, while his interactions with other NPCs have led them to develop self-awareness. Keys agrees to help Millie retrieve their code before Free City is wiped from Tsunami's servers to make way for Free City 2. When Millie tells Guy the truth of his situation, Guy becomes frustrated with his reality and breaks off their relationship. However, through a conversation with Buddy, Guy realizes that there was something more to their reality and returns to Millie. With Buddy's connections with the security guards, Guy successfully retrieves the evidence from the stash. As Guy's continued popularity threatens the launch of Free City 2, Antoine orders a reboot which temporarily removes Guy's memories. Millie restores his sen sentience by kissing him, and he recalls the location of the island, the only par part of life itself, and proof of Millie and Key's original code. As Guy and Molotov Girl travel to the island, Antoine resorts to manipulating the game to kill Guy and Molotov Girl, but his attempts were subverted by Keys, who broadcast the effort to all the players who were ejected from the game. Antoine fires Keys and sends Dude, a muscular, unfinished copy of Guy, developed for Free City 2, into the game. While he is overpowered, Guy puts his sunglasses on Dude, which distracts him and allows uh, Guy to run towards the island. Meanwhile, Antoine destroys the game servers that obliterate most of the city, the NPCs, and the players, but Guy reaches the island. Before Antoine destroys the remaining server, Millie offers a deal to abandon her lawsuit and surrender the free city intellectual property, along with the profits from the game to her and Keys. Antoine accepts, and the game's inhabitants are saved. Without Millie and Key's code, Free City 2 is a catastrophic failure at launch, while Antoine is vilified by the media and arrested for theft and criminal damage. Keys, Mauser, and Millie release Free Life using their recovered code, bringing Guy, Buddy, Dude, and the other Free City NPCs into it. In the game, Guy reveals to Millie that his code was in fact a love letter to her, and Millie embraces Keys. Meanwhile, Guy, along with Dude, reunites with Buddy, and they begin to live their own lives in free life without having to follow their original Free City coding.
Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude, this was such a good little story. It was. Like, honestly, I was actually amazed of how well this worked. I am too. It worked amazingly well. Like, I... I was excited to see this movie just because Ryan Reynolds. Same. Because I think Ryan Reynolds is the only person in the world. That's not true. There's actually a few that I'd go gay for. <laughs> just like just like most oh, straight it. men. <laughs> Dude, every single video I see of like people saying, oh yeah, I'm like completely straight. I would never go gay for any guy. And then it just shows a picture of Ryan Reynolds and they'll just be like, well. <laughs> um. Oh my gosh. Um, have you seen those those uh those TikToks with the um the gay test? I don't think I have actually. Oh my gosh. So it's from that show Big Mouth. Okay. And it's saying, All right, like he he's saying like, Alright, we're gonna take some sort of test and he's like, Is this an eye test? And he's like, No, it's a gay test. <laughs> and he's like, Number one or number two? And he, it's like just some like average Joe <laughs> versus okay. like a girl, oh. and then he, they're just like uh, number two, and he's like okay, okay, uh, number two, or then he like yeah number two or number three, and number three is it's like the girl, and then number three is Ryan Reynolds, and he's just like oh my gosh, and he's just like right, <laughs> and he's like maybe I am gay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel <laughs> with Ryan. You know, fair enough, dude. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um they've done that with a few. They they Yeah, they've done that with um with Zach Efron a few times. And I'm not in I, I don't necessarily like like Zach Efron that way. But okay. there is one picture of him <laughs> that I'm like, oh shit! Like they did that, like they did um the picture of him in High School Musical, and then yeah. uh, Vanessa Hudgens in that that movie. So that was like that was the number one, number two, and then he's like number two or number three, and then it was like this picture, that picture of Ryan Re- or of uh, Zac Efron on the the horse, and I'm like, oh damn. I'm like, maybe like I'm maybe I am gay. Or you know, like maybe I'm just bisexual, you know? Yeah. Dude. I don't know. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, you're confusing Ryan Reynolds and Zach Efron, you're confusing me. Yeah. But like normally I'm not attracted to to Zach Efron, but it was just that one picture. I'm just like, Ooh. All right. All right. It's like that's doing something for I'm me. Like, I I see you. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> before we moving get into, on, yeah, moving on. Um, getting into the story, I loved like the concept of this. So the way that they explain what happens and how the uh, how guy kind of becomes sentient for all intents and purposes is that his code is 
is meant to follow a loop. It's he, like he's constantly yeah. in a loop doing the same thing every day. Like, and he has these, like they wrote him to have like these actual feelings um, of kind of going after the girl or, or always being in search of this girl. And it was like a very specific type of girl. And so when it ended up being this Molotov girl, like kind of set that off and he suddenly became aware. Yeah. Like that's how they explained it. It's a very cool idea. Yeah. Like how they become AI, like true AI, where they have their own thoughts, their own feelings or whatever is they something causes them to break the loop. Yeah. And so with him it was meeting a Molotov girl that broke his loop. Like it was almost like he found what he'd been searching for that broke his loop and he was able to become an AI out of that and start doing things that normal uh NPCs weren't allowed to do or yeah. couldn't do. Um they did explain that a couple times. Or they did that a, a few times in the show, like with the um, the barista. Um, he went in and he like he ordered the same thing from like the coffee shop every single day. But then like he can't comes in, and he's just like, I actually want to order a, a cappuccino, and she's just like, What? He's like, What did you say? Yeah, and then it's like, No, no, everyone order, no, everyone orders this, like. Like everyone orders this, and then he's like, like the whole place starts like freaking out, and he's just like, ah, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so that is what breaks the barista out of her loop, and she starts like experimenting with different coffee, like the flavors and and whatnot. And then like I think there was just some like escort, and so. So guy like explains to her like you don't need a man like you don't need this like you can be like your own person like and she's just like yeah and then what was it key starts explaining like like she's writing this like feminist book that is very insightful <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like the I loved it because it's like oh it's this one thing that breaks them out of the loop. Like, I, yeah. I just loved that concept. And, like, they they never deviated from that, I feel. No, not at all. Like, it was always, like, no, like no times throughout this where they, like, oh, like, nothing happened to this character, but it's, like, it's working for them. Yeah. Or, like, he's suddenly, like, an artificial intelligence. No, like, they went through and they broke down all of these characters like something broke them out of their loop and then they became like independent people i just loved uh his whole uh saying and don't have a good day have a great day <laughs> such a fun saying <laughs> it is and especially coming from i don't know ryan reynolds just like really sells that he does i don't know if anyone else could have done what he did yeah right Oh, so good. Um, how did you um, feel about like, about like when it came to like uh, the actual like not like video game uh, 
storyline, but the actual like you know like developing side with like Joe Carey's character, all those kind of people, Taika Waititi. Did you like that part of the story? That's a good question. I I liked it as much as I could, but okay. anytime they they went to that or they stayed on it too long, I'm like, I want to go back into the video game world. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I actually, I. I would agree. I enjoyed it as much as I could. Um, I'll admit, like, I don't really see... I, I really have not seen a lot of Taika Waititi actually acting. So, seeing him act in this was actually, like... This, honestly, actually might be the first time I've seen him acting and not directing. Like, dead serious. Have you seen um, Green Lantern? No. He was And in, I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit. I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit either. I need to watch that. Yeah, I do too. Um, but so like freaking seeing him like being like an, an asshole of a boss that thinks he's like so good and it, it was freaking awesome. I loved it. Um, so like that part of the storyline I did like, um, like honestly, I wish Joe Curie's character got more to do, um, because it kind of sucked that like, you know, like he's more, he's just helping this girl out with, uh, trying to get this game back and then all of a sudden at the end it's just like oh guys code was written because joe curie's character was in love with you and that's what uh that's why he uh you know fell for you when he first saw you and i'm just like i mean did you like that i'm a, a cheesy hopeless romantic so yes okay <laughs> I I did I did really like that, because um, it, I mean, it, it I can just explain though I'm single as fuck. Yeah, I, it's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant for it to just be fuh. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> um, yeah, but I I really like that that romantic take that they took on it. Like I think that they it it def, definitely does come off very cheesy, and I did reflect that in in my score. Okay. Um, which, speaking of which, we gave the story an oh, eighty-two. Yeah. Okay, not bad. Yeah, definitely not bad. Um, I yeah, I was a I was a few points higher than you. Um, but yeah, I think it was just. <sighs> They played it off like it. It does explain like these characters do need to be written. Like w when you are developing an AI, you do have base code that they follow, and it's building off of that base code. Yeah. So it did explain like okay, this is why some of my pop figures fell down. Oh. Um, no. <laughs> um, it That's did explain sad. why. Um why guy f fell out of the loop that he did it was very like building upon this romantic aspect of of him like he, he's going off this base code that keys wrote for him yeah like that's who he is he's this character searching for a very particular girl and so when he finds her like that's the uh I don't know, that's just the, like the launching off point for this. 
Yeah, no, no, that's absolutely true. And, and yeah, for I the mean, most part, I feel it worked. I, I think it did too. I think where the the story suffers a bit is on the in the real world side of it. I I would definitely agree with you. Definitely. Like it just felt odd <laughs> with with like with some things. Like when uh when Millie was going was trying to perform this heist to get this game footage. It's like okay, why didn't she just go to like if this were me, I would just go to the YouTuber. Yeah, right? Wouldn't that have been easier? Yeah. Like or the the stream the live streamer whatever the hell, um. He I mean, is. but freaking, I'll take any chance I can to see Channing Tatum in anything because I think that guy actually has a very uh he's very good when it comes to comedy and I wish he would do more. Dude, same. I think like, he's hilarious. Yeah, when it comes to the Jump Street movies, I think he's funnier than Jonah Hill. I'll. I said it. That's bold. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. But in those, I think he's funnier. than I mean, Jonah Hill's funny in those movies. Don't get me wrong, but Channing Tatum's funnier, in my opinion. Mm. All right. But, I mean, I will agree with you. He is very, very good at playing comedic. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, it's just like those things that kind of threw me out of the story a bit. It's just like, why do you, why do you need to sp- specifically be performing a heist on this? Yeah. Off, like no, no, in I the game, you. like yeah. you could be going anywhere for this if you wanted. And it just like would get you in less trouble. But the only way to figure out this, this information is by playing the game. That's where I'm like, eh, not no, quite I get you, man. Yeah, I get you. Um, other than that, I do really appreciate the um. I did really like how they ended up hiding the the island. That was a really cool uh little uh storyline. I actually really did like that. Yeah. So the way that they were hiding the like the original code for. Uh, free life or was it called free life yeah free life yeah so like how they originally hid the code because um antoine the this like the main guy so taika watiti's character um he wasn't supposed to be using the code from that keys and millie developed Mm -hmm. but he was using it and so to hide the island he basically hid it in the code but they were able to find out that he or guy was able to find out or guy and millie (laughs) they both kind of figured out that you could still see the island through the reflection because that was something that that antoine couldn't hide he couldn't hide the reflection or just overlooked hiding the reflection and so it would reflect on these different surfaces and in this case it was um reflecting on the blinds which i think that is such uh like um a cool addition that like even though you try to cover up 
like everything that you can when it comes to the original version of a game, there are still like bits and pieces that can be left over. I think it's so freaking cool. I would love to talk to a game developer and see how accurate some of the like these terminologies could be. Yeah. Or if that's even possible. Like, oh, could you hide this island? Like, could yeah, could you hide this and still see like reflections if you had like the ray tracing like information because that's what a a lot of the game had or that's something I remember them talking about that the game had ray tracing and so it would make sense like the the reflection from ray tracing um I really (laughs) like it feels stupid like the the idea of it but i really liked dude <laughs> it was okay the best part about dude was that whole uh scene when um they pop up with the captain america or a uh, guy pops up with the captain america shield oh my hell and it cuts to chris evans holding the phone he's just like what the shit <laughs> freaking great it's freaking great i love that scene Dude, I lost my mind. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing. Oh my gosh. So um so yeah, but because guy was able to um level up so quickly throughout the the game and all he was doing was like being the good guy. <laughs> um he was able to get all of these crazy um what are they just items power to use up. Yeah, yeah power-ups or whatever to use and he freaking pulls up captain america's shield like this was crazy because this was a this was before or this movie was made wasn't it like right during the fox disney deal i don't know actually that's a good question yeah, because I feel like it was one of those movies that was just kind of like caught in limbo for a little while yeah, because of that deal. And so they just freaking went all out and were just like, yeah, we're using Disney shit. And <laughs> the that whole fight between guy and dude was hilarious. It, yeah, I was, um, was not expecting him to pull out a lightsaber. That was... It's definitely a huge surprise for me. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! I lost my mind. I was <laughs> I was laughing my ass off because he fr- yeah he freaking pulls out the shield and then he immediately goes with like a Hulk punch, and then he like pulls this epic moment where he pulls like a lightsaber. I was losing my mind. I was laughing so hard. Like it was it was great. It was just amazing. <laughs> what they did it was it was it was that chris evans cameo was just fantastic and i'm honestly so glad that they put it in there oh my gosh that was that was the cherry on top it was oh absolutely i yeah i i was laughing really hard when i saw the shield and saw what they were doing with that i'm like yeah that's funny and then i saw chris evans and i'm like oh my god (laughs) like it just elevated that scene so freaking much 
Um, but yeah, it was a blast of a story. Unfortunately, it did have some issues. Um, and I think the the biggest issues were was just what was happening in the real world. Yeah. Um, everything else in Free City was entertaining and fun and had a really nice flow. It was just anytime they switched over to the real world, I was I had a little bit of struggle, like caring. No, I can agree with you on that. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, we gave the story an eighty-two. Uh, moving on over to the writing, we actually bumped it up a little bit. We went up to 84. The writing was super, super good. Honestly, all of the jokes landed. Um, even one that I did not expect them to come at us with. And it is when... Um, I think, yeah, it's when like Guy and uh, Molotov Girl are uh, just walking. I think they're about to get their... Or, no, I think they've already gotten their bubblegum ice cream. And he's just like, hey, I got a joke for you. And he's just like, so homosexual. And a guy in a wheelchair walk into a bar, and she's just like, whoa, no, let's let's stop there. And he's just like, whoa, this is like the only joke I've ever heard. Or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> and even though he never got to finish the joke, I laughed. It was pretty funny. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, dude, uh, some of my, it wasn't even, like, really a joke. It was just the reactions from Ryan Reynolds, like, and just the way that he was able to pull those off. Like, I feel like, and I did, I included this in writing because I didn't, I didn't know where to put it, but it, I, it, it honestly could have been put in acting, um, but I think it's just the way that guy was written. Um, when they were in the oh that that den where they were trying to get the the game footage and everything. Oh yeah. And so they were doing like all of like the crazy fights and and whatever. And guy freaking like is fighting that one dude with the steering wheel and like breaks his leg or breaks his arm yeah. and he's like ah, ah like like freaking out just like just like almost like panic crying yeah right <laughs> i was oh my gosh i was dying <laughs> like i freaking loved that shit like anytime that he was like doing something like reacting and yeah, thinking about it, like saying it out loud, I probably should have thrown it more into the acting. Um, but those it were some of my favorite so. bits, just the the reaction stuff. Um, I think. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, and some of the other jokes that I feel like the the reason I I docked it was unfortunately because of Taika Waititi. <laughs> I felt like his writing or his dialogue was just sometimes a little too much it definitely was over the top yeah um especially when it came to to dude and like i thought it was so funny when dude came out and you see him for the first time and he's like catchphrase 
And then he's just like, catchphrase. <laughs> and then he's just like, oh, yeah, we haven't, like, made a, a catchphrase for him yet. And then I think it was just, like, the way that he delivered or just said the, uh, well, if you think about it, having catchphrase as a catchphrase this is a pretty cool catchphrase. I'm like, it's not. <laughs> like, that not just, that felt icky. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's fair. Yeah, so it was shit like that that I'm just like, ugh. I know um this was in the trailer, but still made me laugh. The part where um guy blows that guy away, and he's just like, oh, he's just sleeping. And uh, freaking Bud, or Buddy, he's just like, what are you talking about? That man is dead. But uh, guy's just like, he's really sleepy. <laughs> that That still made me laugh. It's still a really, it's really funny writing. Yeah, I think what was funny about that was the freaking was the fact that he got Hugh Jackman to come do a voice. Oh, I didn't even notice that. And I think the one that he blew away was Dwayne Johnson. Oh, dude, that's so cool! Did you not catch those? No, I didn't. I'll have to yeah. go back and listen. They, so the the one that gives. Molotov girl the the uh, the map yeah that one was Hugh Jackman and then one of the bank robbers was was the rock that's so cool how did I miss that yeah it, it, I honestly would have missed it too like okay I would have missed it but I it they sounded just familiar enough and I and I saw them in the credits I'm just like I knew it Okay. Yeah, but I I I love that that little Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like other stuff. Oh, what I really liked too was the um the way that the the avatars when you got to see their real world personas and it was like little girls. <laughs> oh yeah. Or, um, I don't know, just, like, random sh- Like, if coming out of, like, a full, fully grown man, like, you hear this fully grown man talking. Like, it was the freaking Rock talking in the, in the game, and then you see, like, the real world. It's, the, like, these two little girls. Yeah, I freaking was just like, come on, I'll just smoke his ass already. <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was that shit was great. Um Yeah, loved how he got the sunglasses and I love that he didn't like have the same pair. Like he always had like it was like every single day he had like a different pair of sunglasses. Yeah, I did like that touch. <laughs> it's so fun. like I think there was like a couple times where he was wearing like really feminine looking sunglasses. Yeah. And that was just so funny. <laughs> um gosh there was one one joke that like I'm not going to remember it I'll have to rewatch the movie but yeah it was <laughs> like this again I think the the writing had the same issues as the story it was it was slightly stronger I I'll say just because 
I think that had to do a lot with Ryan Reynolds just ma- enhancing the writing. I can agree with that. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, I think the the writing that I didn't care as much about was always the stuff in the real world. Yeah. Um, especially That's between right. Keys and uh, what was his name, Mouser. The honestly, the only time that I liked Mouser was when they enter the video game world and he's freaking a bunny or a rabbit and a and their banter but with between them and guy pretty great scene i really like that but other than that mouse kind of annoyed the hell out of me yeah same here um yeah so like i said writing got a couple points higher uh scored an 84 um acting we were actually unanimous on this one we gave it an 88 Hell yeah. Yeah, so let's see. We had Ryan Reynolds, who played Guy. And if you guys don't know who the hell Ryan Reynolds is, you're living under a freaking bridge. Dude, seriously. Uh, We had Joni Comer, who played Millie and Molotov Girl. And she... Let's see what else she's been in. Oh, shit. She was in... uh... Rise of Skywalker as Ray's mother. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's weird. A little bit. Um, not seeing anything else that I would I recognize her from. Hmm. That is really yeah. That's kind of like really weird that she played Ray's mom. Yeah, a little bit. It kind of. So this is kind of one of her biggest roles. Well, that's not true. She was in Killing Eve, which was a TV show, or which is a TV show. Apparently, it's still going. Uh, but she hmm. played Villanelle. So, all right. Um, let's see. Then Joe Keery, who most people would recognize from Stranger Things. And then did you include anyone else? Um, no, it was really mostly those three. Yeah, I kind of threw everyone else under the, the extras um, banner, I'll including Taika. Yeah, like Taika brought the um, supporting down a little bit, a little bit, but Lil Rel, uh, I think that's how you pronounce his name, Lil Rel Howery? How- brought it up because I freaking loved him in this movie. Yeah, same here. He was he great. He was great as buddy. Um So yeah, we ended yeah, we ended up giving acting in 88. Who who is your top 3? Uh number 1, of course Ryan Reynolds. Like Ryan Reynolds carries this movie. Absolutely. <laughs> As he does for a lot of his movies. <laughs> but that's just because he's he's such a good actor. Um and he's so likable. Like how could you not like Ryan Reynolds? Like he's he's too likable and I freaking love the guy. Mm-hmm. Um second, um I would actually give to Joe Curie. I was actually surprised of how much I liked his character in this. Um I love him in Stranger Things. He's actually one of my favorite characters. I love him as, uh, oh my God, Steve. Dust, uh, 
Steve, thank you. I'm sorry. Um, and you know, like honestly, throughout the movie, um, I do love seeing his. Uh, for the most part, um, I do really like seeing his his and Millie's relationship. Like you kind of start to see how much he actually did really like her. Because there is a part where he said, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I uh, designed his uh, the w- his feelings around how I felt about you. And she kind of just blows it off. She's just like, oh, okay, so this is how the code goes. And you're just like, he just kind of poured his heart and soul out to you. And you're just kind of b- b- passing through it. Okay, whatever. That's what I um, caught, too. I'm just like, oh, And then she, like, just turned everything off and, like, left. I'm like, excuse you? Yeah. <laughs> Like that Wait, that is not the order of operations here. <laughs> that's not how this works. Um but yeah, no, I I really liked his character. I thought he did a really good job with what he was uh, given. Um he played um I think he does actually a really good job playing the nerdy character and um here he uh did it very well. Um and Joe uh third would be Jody Comer. Um I actually liked her better when she was just Millie. Uh, for some reason, Molotov girl kind of annoyed me. Dude, same. same okay. Here. Okay, good. I'm not the only one. Yeah. Dude, every time I think that our top three is going to, like, match up, like, you always, th- like, usually it's it's pretty close. Like, there's some that I can be like, okay, like, it was just like a 50-50 coin flip on some characters. Yeah. But... Yeah, this I mean, one... what brings her down to third is it's strictly because Molotov Girl, her other half of her character, kind of just ruins it for me. Whereas uh, all of Joe Keery's character with keys, I liked. I really, really liked. So that's what shot her down to third for me. Mm. Yeah, I'm actually uh, Ryan Reynolds on top. Ovs. He's going to kick your ass if he wasn't, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Dude, I feel so gross for saying OVS. <laughs> Dude, you're trying to keep up with the trends. Trying to keep up with the kids of today. I know. I feel like such a dad when I say that. <laughs> um, Yeah, the number two I'd have to give to Jodie Comer. I, I liked her a, a lot. I think the how much I liked her as Millie and how much I was annoyed with her as Molotov Girl it it was close but i i liked millie a lot more than i was annoyed with molotov girl that's fair and then keys kind of felt like a sad boy a little bit and was kind of getting on my nerves at times can we can we just talk about how do we go from a, a name like millie to a name keys like I don't know. Maybe I'm not trying to be like a dickhead when it comes to like naming your child, but well, I think that's his last re- name. Oh, it is. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's just what they called. Oh, a lot of these. Okay, characters. you know what? I guess I can't really be mad because you call me by my last name, and I'm sure people would just be like, "What? Why the hell is his name Rose? That doesn't make sense. He's not a girl." <laughs> I mean, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of sound like an asshole. So. I'm going to take back what I just said. No, you're good. Yeah, they they all did a really, really good job. Um, unfortunately, I just don't... I think Jodie Comer and Joe Keery were just kind of... Uh, overshadowed a bit. 
They honestly, you know, I, I want your opinion really quickly. So towards the ending, you, you know, she has that like, oh my God, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's actually him, you know, it's keys that, uh, loves me. And so she, she goes to meet him at the coffee shop that he goes to and she shouts his name across the street and he turns around and sees her and they just smile at each other. Don't run towards each other. And then it just cuts to black. I'm like, yep. I had the exact same thoughts. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, seriously. Yeah. That is honestly, I feel what would made my score for them dive. Yeah. It's just, how awkward that was it was like just for it's a freaking movie just run out into the middle of the street and embrace each other yeah like it's all about the timing and they were just standing there staring at each other a few seconds too long yeah and it felt like it kind of got weird i'm just like it go (laughs) go Oh, yeah, shit. that's that's what murdered their score. I'm just like, no, I I cannot handle how awkward this is. Yeah, it was just like I was ex- what okay, what I was truly expecting. I I knew that they weren't like because they were across the street from each other. I knew that they weren't going to like. I had a feeling that they weren't going to like embrace or kiss or whatever. Okay. What I was kind of expecting them to do was for Keys to, like, maybe try and run across the street and get hit by a car because that kind of was the running joke. <laughs> that That's true. That See, that would have been funny. Yeah. Like, and obviously, like, if he would have been, like, fine. like or Not, like, hit with a car, more, like, love-tapped. Yeah, and, you know, like, maybe he falls onto the floor, she runs over, they laugh it off, and then they kiss. Yeah. Something along those lines. See? But... We just wrote a better ending to their love story. <laughs> yeah. But Ugh. it's just the way they, they did that, just nah. Yeah. They the they couldn't I don't think they, they pulled that off nearly as I well. I wanna as know I if like the actors like thought it was kinda weird to just like leave off on that kind of cliffhanger. So it's like you guys aren't gonna have us like run and embrace each other not gonna have us kiss just gonna cut to black after we stare at each other for a while okay yeah um it took me a really long time though to figure out that millie and molotov girl were were both jody comer dude same i i <laughs> yeah dude honestly <laughs> i thought she was different i thought she was too like millie the way they like portrayed millie she just she felt so young and then when she was molotov girl she felt like a lot older and i have no idea why that is but when i saw at the end millie slash molotov girl i'm like what the like, power no, she of a wig just, and like, sunglasses. Yeah. It's like it's insane how like like anytime I see I have like a situation like this, it makes me feel like more and more that I would have fallen for the Superman Clark Kent shit. That's fair. That's fair. Like 
anytime I've seen like that, I'm just like, okay, no one's falling for this. Like, no one's going to believe that Clark Kent isn't Superman. And then when I see this shit, I'm like, okay, I would have fallen for it. <laughs> like, they just didn't seem like the same people. Like, no. She seemed, like, no. she seemed older. It was, yeah, it was legit. The power of a British accent and a freaking wig. It threw me off so bad. <laughs> so I did I did give her some bonus points for that because I'm like you you felt like two different people. Yeah, kudos to you. Yeah. Um Yeah, so like I said, acting scored in 88. Not bad. I'm moving on over to character development. Uh we ended up giving this an 83. So who did you base yours off of? I swear I did. My, yeah, I did mine off Guy. Okay, I did too. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of his arc overall? Um, pretty honestly, I thought it was a pretty solid arc. Um, I feel when he is told that he's just an NPC character, he reacts like every like honestly. I'm assuming a video game character would, um, and honestly anybody would that. Hey, you know, like you're an NPC in a video game and it's going to be shut down in like 48 hours and you're going to be gone forever. Surprise. And like, you know, like when someone's just like, hey, you know, like I need your help trying to save this world. You're just like, well, if I'm going to be dead in 48 hours, what's the point? Like everything that I thought I knew is a lie. So what is the damn point? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a really interesting take, at least, or just an interesting character dive for Guy. Yeah. Um, overall, I don't think his arc was too great because he does start off as a very hopeful character and ends off that way as well. Um, which I mean, honestly, for like a video game character like him, it made sense. If yeah. I feel if like they if he would have started out happy and then like at the end he was kind of just like kind of like mellow kept to himself like definitely like way out of character for him his character development would not have worked it would not have made sense yeah yeah I I I agree with that it was just the biggest thing was when he found out that he was a video game character that was a really powerful moment i feel oh yeah it absolutely was um the way that he was dealing with that basically dealing with his sense of purpose yeah like not really feeling like there's a purpose to his life because in the end he's just a bunch of ones and zeros and just yeah. kind of having to push forward from that and I think the conversation that he had with with Buddy was extremely moving. Where they were talking like, we might not be real, but this moment is. Like what we're experiencing right now, that's real. Like yeah. you can't, he's like, right now I'm having a conversation with my best friend. Like that's as real as it gets. Yeah. And it's just like, 
damn, like just it, it, just the the philosophical moments of this and the philosophical moments that that guy deals with. It's just inspiring. Absolutely. Like I feel like this is like that's a whole conversation that you could give to anyone struggling with with purpose or se- having difficulties with their sense of um what's real and what's not like I mean if you listen to one too many episodes of the Creatures of the Night podcast and you realize we're all living in a simulation and what's the point I feel like this would be a really good thing to to show them <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Like showing, like okay, it, like let's just say it's not. Like let's say we are in a simulation. Like it's the moments that we make; those are real. Whether yeah, us as people are real or not, it's the moments that we create. And I I love that. Like I think that's why I, I went so high with um my character development i actually didn't go like too high i was like in the 80s <laughs> like it, it shows we were at 83 but yeah. i think just that discussion is what like really enhanced it for me i think had that that conversation not been a part of the movie i probably would have been down in maybe the mid 70s yes sir but that conversation alone bumped me up a lot um anything else you want to say about the character development no not really honestly i think you freaking like nailed it on the head (laughs) i can't top that (laughs) nor would i want to all right next up we got effects unfortunately i feel like this is where the movie suffered a bit it did okay so when it came to like when they actually like showed like uh like say they were in the real world and they were like showing in game footage that I actually liked that um it, it uh I'm trying to remember of like a movie when they showed like video game um I think it was actually like twenty two Jump Street when they showed like what a Jump Street video game would look like and like the character designs looked exactly the same and like i actually like that like it works and especially for like a computer game it works um the biggest problem i had with the effects was the cgi'd ryan reynolds face onto the muscular guy that did not <laughs> look the greatest no it did not <laughs> they tried but you could definitely tell that that was not Ryan Reynolds. Was it the bulging pecs or? <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, Ryan Reynolds is a pretty good, pretty built guy. Like he's pretty buff. Um, but I don't know. Just the way the like um maybe it was like the motion, the like facial sensing that they did, or something. But just. It never looked like that was supposed to be just a buffer version of Ryan Reynolds. I could always tell that it was Ryan Reynolds' head on a bodybuilder. Yeah. And I think that was kind of the point, too. Oh. Um, I I don't think that they meant... For, like I knew that that was the point. Like They, they meant to put Ryan Reynolds' face on the the bodybuilder. I yeah. don't think they meant for it to be as 
not great as it was. Yeah. It's be like if you have you seen a picture of the the bodybuilder on like at all? Uh, I th- like ah oh shit, what's his name? His name's um Aaron, Aaron Reed. W. Reed. Yep. Yeah, his I think what kills it is his face shape. His his the shape of his face doesn't match Ryan's at all. Yeah, it doesn't. Like his face is just a lot more round. Ryan Reynolds has more of a, like an oval shape. And no, yeah, yeah absolutely. Dude, like yeah, this dude, his face is just it doesn't quite match. No, it does. It does not. Like his his face is just like a little bit wider. And yeah, unfortunately, it just didn't work out. And I thought it was funny. It led to some funny gags. No, um, that's true. But yeah, Dude. that was one thing that I had some issues with. Um, the other stuff that I had issues with was like anytime he'd get hit by a car or got hit by the tra- like would launch somewhere, like when he had the the freaking jumping sneakers. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like yeah. <laughs> like when a uh, Joe Carey and that other guy were like running up the stairs to try to get to him. Yeah, that definitely didn't look the greatest. Yeah, it just a uh, very rubbery. It's like they almost seem to lose any sense of weight that they have. Yes, and I get they're in a video game, but like still, yeah. It's just the the graphics just weren't weren't very consistent, and I think that's what yes. threw it off. Like if you were going to go for a rubbery look, go for a rubbery look, and I think that we could have given a lot higher for that. But it's just that they were going for realism, at least when we would see them in the video game world, and unfortunately, it didn't work out that well. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so we end up giving effects a seventy nine point five, so just yeah. shy of of an eighty, and yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think of every like all. Of, it was interesting because it's just like all this the things that people were doing, like the humans, or the the humanoid figures were doing, that was yeah. just extra. Basically, just the unrealistic things that the, their human bodies were doing, the, those ended up looking worse than the scenes where it was vehicle based. I think the things with the vehicles looked amazing. Yeah, I would agree with you. And, like, all of those ended up looking like really killer. Yeah. But. Unfortunately, not they. They couldn't do that with everything. <laughs> no. Um. So yeah. So effects sitting at a seventy nine point five. Uh, moving on over to music. Um, we're sitting at a seven because Rose was down at a six. Like, oh, I did. Oh shit! I think I meant to put it at a seven. Did you? Yeah. 
Alright, well, if you meant a 7, then that bumps music up to an 8. Okay. Because I gave it a 9. <laughs> Damn, okay. I want to look at the soundtrack real fast, just to justify myself a little bit. Yeah, because if I can't justify it, I'm going to bump myself down to... Okay, yeah, I'm sticking with with my score. <laughs> no, that's fair. I understand. I, I mean, don't get me wrong; it's a good soundtrack. Has some really good songs. Some of them just didn't do it for me. Yeah. Um. I think the the biggest th- reason that I got bumped up to a nine, like, okay, I think. Had they not had Mariah Carey's fantasy, I I would have been okay. down at an eight, or actually I probably would have been at a seven. Okay, but I think it's just the fact that they had that song, because <laughs> that song has been stuck in my head since I freaking watched the movie. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Like, anytime someone even mentions Free Guy, I'm just like... Like, That's fair. <laughs> like, I freaking just like start humming fantasy, and I'm like, damn it! <laughs> oh, shit. But they had some killer songs in this, too. Like, one of my personal favorites was the... Um, like this is the song that can't take my eyes off of you or the um oh shit where is it oh the uh the the believe it or not song like those those two were just like perfection <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that that's why i ended up going with the the nine because this soundtrack just gets stuck in your head if you're not careful (laughs) no that's fair that's absolutely fair um the original music on the other hand it was very plain yeah so i can definitely see why you're you're down at a seven but it's just for me personally it was the the catchiness of (laughs) the mariah carey song (laughs) And the, and the, the two other songs that I really like. They had a few other ones too. Um, let's see. They had 100 Miles and Running, The Humpty Dance, Cheek to Cheek, Make Your Own Kind of Music. There's a few like decent songs. Like I, I recognize a, a couple of those. There's some I don't, but I mean, decent soundtrack overall. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and they just ended up enhancing the scenes that they were in. So no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So like we said, music sitting at an eight. Uh, moving on over to costumes, we were also at an eight. Okay. So any any costumes you wanted to to discuss? No, I mean I will point out one thing that I actually like I don't know how I thought this, but when he um he like realizes that he wants to change it up after he gets the sunglasses and he changes to not like a collared shirt, but just like a regular 
like, excuse me, a regular shirt with buttons on it. Um, when he flipped to it, um, for some reason when I pulled when he pulled it out of the closet, I'm like, oh, it's just a lighter color shirt of the regular one. I didn't realize that it had no collar until he actually like put it on in the next scene. I'm like, how did I not notice that? <laughs> I felt so dumb. Dude, I thought that was such a funny gag. Like they, it felt like they were making just a huge deal out of it. Yeah, they they were, which was great. <laughs> and then, dude, the fat. Oh, I I loved the part where he goes in that one day to buy the shoes, but he can't. And then freaking the next day, he's just rolling in the dough, and bam, he's able to get the shoes that he wants. <laughs> that was great. That was so funny. Like anytime he goes in. Or talks to the the guy that's working at the shoe store. He's like, I'm going to come for those. And he's like, you say that every day, guy. And then he goes in and actually does buy them. And he's just like, mind blown. So, I mean, my mind will be blown too. Yeah. I thought it, I, I loved the, just the simple changes that they made. And it, like, with that, like, I feel like you could easily drop this down to like a six or a seven because the costumes were just like, not the best but it's just like the the simplicity of it and the way that they worked off of that made the the costumes a lot better like with guy going from like a button up with a with a tie to like kind of that pullover shirt yeah no i agree and then everyone else's costumes look like molotov girls was was pretty cool um, just kind of very badass. Yeah, I like portraying that. Her white shirt open with the bar- body armor. That was kind of funny. Yeah, or um, oh, when freaking Keys and, and Mouser went in to basically get um to get Guy, and Keys was in like a cop uniform and. Mouser was like wearing the the bunny outfit with the <laughs> with the badge. Like I thought yeah. that was so funny. That was right. And it's, didn't he freaking have like ripped abs for like a bunny or some shit like that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Like it's just like the basic like video game stuff. Like people shit people do in video games just to be funny. And that yeah. like that's one of those things. It's just like. Mouser was wearing like a bunny outfit because he thought it was funny. Yeah. And I I just I love that. I love that whole shtick. No, I as did I. Yeah, so that's what bumped up the like the average costumes overall just a little bit higher. Yeah. I agree. Alright, last up we're getting into our personal score so i'll let you finish it off but so i'm gonna i'm going to sit at i'm gonna be at an 89 i thought the movie was was really fun um i had a really good time had lots of laughs throughout the entire thing um Definitely a movie that caught me by surprise. I did not expect it to be as good as it was. Um, I think the reason that it's 
getting the scores that it's getting is just because, critically speaking, this is what it deserves. But yeah. But truly, if you love Ryan Reynolds like most people on planet Earth do, you're going to love this movie. It's fun. Yeah, no, I... It is one hell of a time. Just don't go into it expecting like some masterpiece. Yeah, because it, it is not that. But that's not a bad thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm going to sit. I'm sitting at an 89. Okay. So I'm um, yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree with everything Caleb said. This, this is just a fun movie. Um, it's definitely a movie you need in this day and age just to kind of not turn your brain off. This movie doesn't make you like stupid. Um, but it's, <laughs> um, but you know, it's just a fun video game movie that, uh, utilizes its, uh, actors to, almost their full potential there are there are some ones that could have been utilized better looking at you taika watiti it's not your fault um but just yeah no overall good story fun characters um really liked how the video game aesthetic was explored in this movie um so i am gonna go probably to caleb like surprisingly lower than him i'm gonna go an 83 but I still did enjoy it quite a lot, quite a bit. Yeah, and I think that reflects it. Like an eighty-three is not a bad score. No, no, not at all. Um. Yeah, I think if the if you can take anything away, it is the philosophical discussion that you can have about life and meaning. Yes, like we kind of absolutely. discussed earlier in character development, but yeah. Other than that, I think that's probably the most deep talk that you're going to get out of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, that actually f- brings us to an 86 for our personal grade. That is not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Um, so, that actually br- concludes this week's breakdown. So, the final... All Bros letter grade for Free Guy has come to a a B. Okay. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah, just a solid B. It is sitting at an 84.06%. Okay. Not too shabby. Yeah, not too bad at all. So let's compare this to some of our other B movies. So out of 21 B-movies, Free Guy is sitting at number 10. So it just cracked the top 10. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, so let's see. That puts Free Guy above... So everything I'm about to list off is is, an, is our other B movies. So Free Guy is sitting above uh, Thor Ragnarok, okay, which is sitting at an eighty three point nine. Um, it's also above Murder on the Orient Express, which is sitting at an eighty three point eight one. Um, 
also at an 83.81 is Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, okay. Um, then it is also above Home Alone, which is sitting at an 83.64. And it is also above Lady and the Tramp, 2019. Uh, which is sitting at an 83.51. Yeah, that's not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. Um, and then it is below Solo, by at which is at an 84.2, so 0.2% higher. Okay. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, which is at an 84.37. Uh, it's also below Christopher Robin, which is at an 84.56. And then it is also below The Oath, which is at an 85. And then finally, it's below The Lion King, which is at an 85.1. The remake. Not oh, the okay. original. Yeah, still, that's not bad. Yeah. I think that's a pretty decent place for it to be. I I absolutely agree. Yeah, it's like a 0.1% difference between Free Guy and Thor Ragnarok. Really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's it is close. Like all of these movies, like all of these breakdowns. And I think it's just because of the the vast selection that we have. All of these yeah. um these margins are very very tight so it most of the time it is less than a full percentage like if i were to go down so free guys at an 84.06 so if i go down to an 83.06 we're we're looking at jumanji so ju and so the difference between jumanji and free guy is one full percentage point. Wow. But like there's so many movies beneath that. So that's not that's that's how far you have to go to get 1%. And if you that's 10 movies in between that are less than 1% um lower than Free Guy. Like these margins are so freaking tight. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So it, I, I, I know this is kind of patting ourselves on the back, but I love this this breakdown system. No, as do I. Like it just shows, like, because if you were to just say, like, oh, um, you guys liked, um, let's see, you guys liked Cruella more than you did age of ultron it's like yes that is true but it's less than a percentage yeah yeah exactly so yeah there's there are definitely some scores on here that i i'll i'll disagree with um the biggest one for me is that damn uh oh scott pilgrim <laughs> so thanks brucker <laughs> but other than that like it's hard to disagree with some of these scores because like there's some that i'll look at and be like that's not right and i'll go into the like the the more detailed view 
And I'm like, yeah, shit, I guess that is right. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, damn it, I really can't argue that. It's so difficult to, <laughs> at least for us, like, if, if you guys yeah. can, like, that's your prerogative. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, so that concludes this week's breakdown. Awesome. Well, if you guys liked what you hear and would like to follow and subscribe to us, uh, you can uh, do that wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, I think we're safe saying that. Okay, cool. Um, so we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Radio.com, Spotify, and more. Um, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube. Um, if you prefer to listen that way, uh, you can uh, follow us on our social media uh, where you can uh, also, there, you can uh, direct message us with a question. Uh, either if you want to uh, answer a question of the week or if you have a suggestion uh, for a movie that you want us to break down, or that'd be a great way to uh, interact with us if you want to be a, a guest on an episode. And uh, that also goes uh, for our email as well. That's an, also a great way to uh, contact us. And uh, those are as followed. Uh, for Facebook, uh, it is facebook.com forward slash the Albros. Twitter and Instagram at the Albros. And for our email, it is the Albros channel at gmail.com. And then if you want to check out our website, uh, it is tinyurl.com forward slash the Albros. Um, there you can access, well, you, there you can get to learn more about us a little bit. Um, I feel for how long we've been doing this podcast, you know quite a bit about us, I feel. Um, yeah, we're, we're like, we're almost 200 episodes in. Yeah. <laughs> That's not dude, even counting the bonus so episodes awesome. that we've done. Like, you guys should know us pretty well by now. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I think that is so freaking awesome that we've been doing this for almost 200 episodes. And can't wait to freaking go to 300. Hopefully. I'm, yeah, we can right. We got this. Yeah. Dude, I'm like, I'm pretty sure we missed our, our birthday. <laughs> Damn it. Again. Let we me, didn't let me get us check. a cake. Yeah, I'm going to double check what our our first like official episode cuz I, I we have like an episode 0 which is our like test episode. I oh, don't yeah. count that one. <laughs> That's fair. Let's see. Oh, actually we haven't missed it yet. Yes, when is it? Uh November 14th. Hell yes. Okay. So, so we're going November we're going to each get a cake. A virtual like just just a little cake and we're gonna we're gonna video chat and we're just gonna we're just gonna celebrate we're gonna celebrate the all bros birthday yeah so you said november 14th yeah so we'll we'll have done this for will this be five years if it is god damn that's so yeah episode one was that's released awesome. in 2017 Holy Wait, shit. That, that's four years, isn't it? I think... So. I, I can't math right now. <laughs> like, I can never math. You you guys freaking heard me. I, I can't even freaking talk. I think that would be four years. I'm pretty sure. Damn it to hell. 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's four. Okay, yeah. So we'll, we'll be at four years. <laughs> 
hell yeah. God, I can't believe we've been doing this that long. And I wouldn't yeah, right? any other way. Freaking insane. And I know that math doesn't it's quite add up. <laughs> <laughs> like we I think we should be like a few episodes deeper. <laughs> um oh, but we were just so inconsistent <laughs> when we, we started were... out. I forgot about that. So weird to think about now. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a lot. Like, so one of our big ones was we did the Boondock Saints on the 24th of February. And we didn't, or then our next episode was on the 9th of March. Damn. Which does not work. No. Shit. Damn, I'm glad that we got a system going then. Yeah, same here. So now it is weekly. Yeah. Um. But so yeah, if you want to visit our website, all that stuff is on there. Um, you can also actually make your kind of in a way just because T Public and Teespring keep taking down our designs. Uh, Caleb, out of the gener generosity of his heart, has made it to where you can actually. Um, basically send us your request for a type of shirt that you want made with a certain uh, episode art and uh, basically uh, we'll get that order for you isn't it you just venmo us before we click finish or some yeah something pretty like much okay um, and then yeah we can get that made for you or or but if your design is still available on T public or Teespring um, mostly T public I think is where we have our problems you can get a more um, customized design if you go through our website okay so probably just go to our through our website but if you do want to do it the other way uh you can find us at tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the albros channel hell yeah um so yeah um next week on the podcast we'll be breaking down venom let there be carnage hell yeah i'm so yeah, excited that's gonna be awesome um, but until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we will see you guys next week. Douches. So long. Freaking stop. Not bad. Head. I mean, hey, but you know what? You made up for it, and that was pretty good. I liked it. <laughs>